The Cleveland Moto Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped Lawn Mower 4.0. All right, guys, welcome to the Cleveland Moto Podcast number 341. Ah, listen to that sound of vivacious enthusiasm and cocktails. Oh, it's so good. So good. The, okay, uh, Steve. Yes. <laughs> I am going to, I'm going to hit it straight ahead, hard and fast. We in the Cleveland area have had some weird fucking weather. Uh, every single day for the past unknown number of days, our weather forecast apps have all told us it's not going to rain. And yet we have had <laughs> what my grandfather called gully washers. 3.5 inches. In, in my it. pants. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for real, it's been fucking bonkers, man. Like that in, much rain in six hours. In six hours, so two, two and a, two and a quarter in a one hour period. Right. So this is crazy, fucking. And, and literally, pull out your weather app, look at it, and it says zero percent chance of rain. So give the fuck up, weatherman. You are. <laughs> you have no shot. You have no shot in hell. The lightning's hellacious too. It's been. Crazy! Yeah. I have customers every day who are like, okay, man, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I looked at the weather app, and it looked clear. It was fantastic. I jumped on my bike wearing my DOT bandana and <laughs> my, my flippy floppies and my shorts, and halfway between my house and your shop, I got super duper fucked, like, like monsoon sideways fucked. That's what you want to be dressed, though, when you get soaked. Yeah, because you're at the beach anyway. Right. Swimsuit. It sucks when you're wearing everything but lower pants and your balls are sitting in like six inches of water (laughs) and your boots are full. (laughs) But see, I I don't have to worry about that. No, you're safe. Your shoes are properly ventilated. Yeah, we just actually just did order two new pairs of shoes. Get out of here. They're indestructible. Those aren't. Yeah. (laughs) Those those have been destructed. Yeah, those shoes. Those shoes are indestructible. The first, what happened? They fell apart. Dude, I drunk ordered a pair of sock shoes the other day. No, they're supposed to come in like a oh week. My God. Oh, you mean the toe so- shoes? No, 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 no. This is like a sock. Yeah, but it has grippy shit on the bottom. In, no, better than that. Independent. You can step on nails and oh. everything, and it doesn't come through it. Oh wow! So it's supposed to be like the closest thing to walking barefoot, but you All can right. walk on broken glass. It's Bring it on. Reject butcher gloves. <laughs> for your feet? Yeah. Yeah. They're just shaping the wrong way. Yeah, they're just shaped the wrong way. They're shaping for gorillas, so they're selling his feet. His feet is Tommy, right? Yeah. Steve, what's it, what's your name for your boat that you want to name? Oh, Unsinkable 2. Unsinkable 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, with these shoes, it was. you have to admit it was a great deal. It was a good deal. Started that, out at 129 All right. So then when you look at the page, you're like, Today, 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 only right. today, $94. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Right. And then they're like, if you order right now, they're only $74. Right. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay. And then I go online. I get a, I'm like a coupon code for this company. Absolutely. 15% off of that. Right. Down to 70 bucks. Yep. I'm like, great, great yeah. deal. Yep. Order it. Would you like a second pair for $45? What? <laughs> for a friend. Yeah. And I'm like, well, my son's going to steal these shoes anyway. You're putting a lot so. of pressure on that eight-year-old kid in China, man. Oh, yeah. You're putting a lot of pressure on him. <laughs> but, but these shoes are actually really good. They're like... Um, they look like, like butcher gloves. <laughs> they do. No, they're like, like rip Chain stop. Mail. 
<laughs> and the toes are they're steel toe. Oh, kick ass! Oh, nice. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 I can I can assure you that this particular week we have seen for people in Ohio who are used to sort of you know. Well, you know, we get August, right? right? We understand August. Oh, yeah. So August in Ohio is usually um, extreme amounts of humidity and extreme amounts of insects. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I get bit up. Oh, okay. man. I killed a horse fly with the bug assault rifle yeah. today that was no <laughs> shit an inch and a half long. How the so, hell did you so kill it with the bug assault? I fucking assaulted it. <laughs> so, so wait, so it's been what about two months now? Yeah. Is that still a good purchase? It seems like you're really using. Well, you no, take no. it away from us, Nick. <laughs> wait a second. Nick's what? a very particular sort. What the fuck, man? Well, he got tired of there being salt everywhere all over the <laughs> table. Oh. But it's like, since this bu- since this bug rifle's been here, there's been so many more flies in the lunchroom. I'm like. Yeah, because everybody lets them in so we could shoot them. Right. <laughs> Come on in, buddy. Shook, <laughs> And we have different loads now. Oh, we've, what? We've determined that. Himalayan yeah, pink white, salt? Yeah, Himalayan pink salt is like a buckshot. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it's heavy rock, rock salt. Yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, just the white, the right eye and eye salt. So right. you can, and then we've been mixing them together to get the right load. Everybody thinks that it's kosher cool. salt, like people are like, oh, kosher. So, you know, some rabbis. Whatever. No, it's just a grind. It's just like uh, when you do your coffee grounds. It's just a different level of grind. Right. But, but, but yeah. what's awesome is if you go to make like a steak or something yeah. on the grill, it's like, hey, hit me up, bro. There is there is a big difference chemically. Yeah. So ionized salt, yeah. you can't ferment stuff with oh, ionized salt. Oh, I did not know that. If you like if you're trying to make hot sauce or right. something where you ferment it, yeah. if you use ionized salt, it'll never happen. Ionized. It'll never happen. Yeah. Iodized. Iodized. Yeah. Iodized. Yeah. Because it's a sanitizer and it kills off. Yeah. yeah. So not if you're for, trying to. Not for nothing. I used to make the mistake of saying that um, when brake systems would leach air in from the outside world, you know, brake fluid, I used to say that that was hydroscopic with a D, hydroscopic. Hydro. And because we have because we have listeners, I was reminded one time by 3,000 people. That it's high grow with a G, hygroscopic. And so, but the podcast will fix your mistakes. Yeah. If you post anything on YouTube, it fixes your mistakes. Oh, yeah. If you believe something and you post it on Motorstories Lucky Phil, the internet will let you know. They'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. They will let you know if you're wrong or not. (laughs) Or if you you do it as a second job and post two videos a, a, a week for nine and a half months. Right. And then, you know, events happen and you don't post for You chill out for a second? People yeah. want to stab you in the eye. Hey, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> to my left is Oscar wearing his awesome Staying Alive Buffalo 2021 fucking best scooter rally. Okay. They did. They nailed it. Yeah. They nailed it Thanks, so Leslie. much. <laughs> Leslie, you guys, Buffalo owned it. An entire scooter rally that is themed in the 70s. And you'd think, okay, that's fine. But because of the type of people that we hang out with, <laughs> everybody took that as being like a challenge. Okay. Like, how 70s can you be? And people showed up stem to stern 100% in polyester. I saw perms. In your there family. were perms. Yeah. There were all kinds of cool shit. People had grown facial hair for seven months for the event. <laughs> I ended up wearing a pair of weasel, weasel squeezers that when I, opened up the, when I opened up the gift that had these uh, men, loosely termed men's athletic swimwear Ah. i've first of all i don't know what material they were made of it's something that only the space program uses um but they were legit authentic oldie schoolie and they were square so it was basically a pair of drawers the size of my laptop display 
but they were made of a material that stretches. But at the same time it stretches, it is also completely unyielding to the human form, right? So it's like you feed your body into this thing. And, and it exponentially gets tighter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does get tighter. And the more people look at it, the tighter it gets, too, apparently. And I put this shit on behind the bar. I was working the bar at the time, and, and I opened up this package, and I was like, oh, shit. And it was those fucking drawers, swim trunks, circa 1972, and a bottle of baby oil. What kind of <laughs> bullshit do these people have in mind for these particular drawers? That's the bottle of baby oil that came with my pants. Oh my yeah, right. Don't put it on. What? Don't put it on. That I'm bottle of baby oil is unfucking opened. I guarantee goddamn. Don't put you. it in the drinks. Don't talk to John. Yeah, yeah. You come out here without a shirt on. And I know Leslie had this whole Rocky Horror theme thing planned that I was going to show up. I was going to put on these freaking ridiculous, you know. Plum smugglers, <laughs> these weasel squeezers, these things that should never be worn by any human being with a dick. And I was going to put these on and then somehow oil up like that was going to happen. No, I I would be a bug light. I would be I would have every mosquito and fly stuck to me in a tri-state area. But there is something about baby oil that makes flaps and stuff look better. <laughs> no, <laughs> it just makes you slippery. Yeah, yeah. I think I slid into a fold there, but it's okay. It's all right. And to Oscar's left, me, Steve, sleepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then to his left, Dan Crockett. Dan, what are you sucking on over there, dude? Dark and stormy. My God, man. Yeah. So Bruce brought us those last week, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. So well. Cool. It ain't given no more. Are <laughs> oh, you closed it out? Yeah. The 86, the Dark and Stormies? Yes, sir. Did you run out of uh, goslings or did you run out of rum? Rum. Rum. Okay, so we still we have, probably have some. Yeah, we have something we can. We can do whiskey mules and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. But see, if, if more people were down Kentucky with the, mules. the brown rum liquor instead of just the brown liquor, we would have plenty of dark. Well, we got more rum. I like the plantation rum. I had some of that, and I yeah. just I'm, that's where I'm at now. I'm plantation go solid. Yeah. I like plantation yeah. rum. That's good. And, it's, and, it's, and you know what? And it's easy to get, which mm. is nice. That's and, racist. Yeah, right. Well, why? How is so, that racist? To to the left of Dan, Johnny, not racist, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely not racist. Because of plantation, I guess. Pulling the old card on you. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't name the company. He just said he likes the liquor. I'm going down to the Virgin Islands for uh, Christmas this year, and I'm fully expecting to get the whole like the Dutch were bastards tour. <laughs> so, because that's all that was. In case you guys weren't paying attention. That's what it is. So, and then to his left, Steve Hoffert. Cool. And did you ride today, Steve? Of course. Of course you did. Absolutely. Fucking Just the monkey. Yeah, you rode your monkey. Yeah, that's that's solid. The uh, I've been driving a Suzuki Sambar. Uh, no, no, a Subaru Sambar. So I've been driving a Sambar. It's a weird Sambar. It's not a pickup truck, and it's not a van. It's a pickup truck with what they call a, a van body. You know, it's a, a panel van basically. And it's designed to be able to have all the stuff you'd normally have in a pickup truck, but there's locks on the doors, so people don't steal everything. And it's not a van like for hauling people. It's a van what for hauling call, cargo. But it's a really rare. I've never seen another one, and I do this shit all the time. So I've been rocking this thing back and forth. Uh, Shane had to replace a wheel bearing on it. It's tiny. It's tiny. It's a 660 cc's of fun, rear-wheel drive only. And it's well broken in. I mean, well over 100,000 kilometers. So somebody's loved this thing. Right? But that's only like 80,000 miles. So. 80,000 miles, exactly. And so this thing's probably 120K, which is about 80,000 miles. 
But I don't know. You ever get a vehicle and you just know that it's been properly loved its whole life? It's the fastest sambar I have ever owned. And I owned a supercharged sambar, like the sambar van with the proper supercharger. Fuel injected, all the good shit. This thing, when you let the clutch out and you drop the hammer on this thing, it goes. It's so happy. Like Now, when you say that, yeah. it goes... Comparatively speaking, I it mean, it goes so quick between first, second, and third gear. I've never heard quick used. It climbs in the, through the gears so <laughs> mini, quick. It goes mini truck quick. It goes mini truck quick. You're in first gear for like a nanosecond. Really? You're in second gear for two nanoseconds. And you're in third gear for any speed you want to go. Fourth and fifth are cruise control, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the sound it makes. It's exactly right. But it's so it's such a happy little truck and it is a happy little truck. Like it's super satisfying to drive it around. I wonder what the hop ups are. Well, obviously, the hop hop ups on the 600 or 660 motors have to be infinite. In fact, most of them usually come right from the factory in the form of a supercharger or whatever. I was going to say there's superchargers that have part numbers (laughs) that you can literally just buy a supercharger. Have they ever been raced? I mean, like in Asian, like with YouTube, I could type in K truck racing right now and we'd all be satisfied. People have like nitrous oxide. Uh, But on the flip side, yeah, you, you, like you said, that thing runs like a rape day. It does. So, have you ever bought a vehicle that you know was just raped? Yes. Yes, I have. It's also sitting out there. It's also sitting out there. So, that's what I wanted to bring up. But the more important thing about the one, the panel truck that you had said was the, with this weather. air conditioning. Okay. Whoever, whatever mad Japanese genius decided to take a little tiny clover four-cylinder Japanese Subaru motor, 660 cc's. Take that and then put a fucking air conditioning compressor on it and say, like, you know what? It's barely getting along as it is. Let's put an air conditioning compressor on it and take away 25% more of its power. When you're driving this thing on the road at 35 miles per hour and you press the blue button on the dashboard to turn on the air conditioning compressor, Shane describes it best as being it's like you're deflating it. (laughs) It's like it's just like... Yeah, Oscar, when I, de- I described that Oscar did that sound, he's like, yep, that's the that's the sound it makes. It goes from being like, I love you, let's go have adventures, to like, I'd really rather not do that. I am now a Simca. It, yes, it becomes it becomes Marvin on uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. It becomes the saddest Schlepcar. robot. Slepgar. It is just it is just like press the air condition button. Makes you feel amazing because the air conditioning will run you out. And I mean, it has, it has less cubic feet than a refrigerator. Yes, or it a does. Yes, exactly. I'm having refrigerator problems at home right now, and I'm considering taking all my frozen foods and putting it in the sandbar <laughs> and just running the AC. Because you will be like driving along, and you're like, why am I so edgy? And you're like, oh, shit, I've left the air conditioning on by accident. Because it is that crazy good the air conditioning and you never think air conditioning on a 660 cc i mean come on we all drive motorcycles that are bigger than 660 ccs and this is an entire goddamn van i don't okay all right (laughs) you're close (laughs) very close but it is crazy to me that that vehicle moves along the way that it does without having the power, like the motor of a CB750. Like it Mm. just doesn't have that yet. It still gets up and runs. However, many states legislators have decided that if we're out there in the world driving around in these mini trucks, that we're having far too much fun. 
And so many states, Maine right now has got it on the books uh, to make mini trucks, specifically mini trucks, illegal. And well, that's what we, John and I were just looking, did you tell Why? me? Was it 650cc in Ohio? Well, I don't know. Oh. Um, we saw the legislation. John's going to bring I'm it unclear, up. I'm unclear on it. I was yeah, going to go yeah, ahead and try to do it. Here. So every state... You know, I wasn't sure what the parameter, what what, what they were using to, to criteria to to yeah. to make it a mini truck. What, what qualifies is a mini, it as a mini truck, truck, right? Yeah. Because they very clearly were saying that mini trucks yeah. are prohibited, in and they don't mean S 10s dropped to the ground. No, no, <laughs> not at not all. Not low riders. Not low riders. Okay. No, that shit's all good. But but they're being specific, which I think is funny. Is I've read the Ohio documentation, I've read the Maine documentation, and both of them have a complete blind spot for. The car that I got the other day, which is a 1995 Suzuki Servo Mode SR all-wheel drive turbo intercooled. Needs more name. Which is parked up front, <laughs> which has all the names you could ever have in a car. That thing's right? tiny. It is fucking tiny. For four-wheel drive? Yeah. All-wheel drive. And it's an all-wheel drive little tiny, you know, pocket rocket. It's a, you know, it's what <laughs> it is. It is a hot hatch. And every single law that I've read specifically has it in for, let's just call it what it is, a white sandbar. So if you've got a white sandbar pickup truck, this law's got your name written all over it. In fact, the law might have had a picture of a sandbar pickup truck to say, we don't want you driving these in America, well, in our state anymore. So the ORC 4511.215 says, A, except as provided in this section and section 4511.215, 215 of the rise code, no person shall operate a mini truck within this state. But then it goes on and says a person may operate a mini truck on a farm, right. on a dealership. Whoever violates this will be penalized in Division D of, yeah. So I have to look up a little bit more to see yeah. what the definition of mini truck is. And what's funny is. is they write it up. So according to Ohio, and this is just the state we live in, your mileage may vary. Um, what it says is the local authorization for operation of low speed underspeed or utility vehicle or a mini truck. So they're talking the they, low speed vehicle. They built the word mini truck right fucking into it. Now, here's the weird thing. Because I title these vehicles as vehicles, when I bring these things in from Japan, I make titles for them. I, I, I petition the state of Ohio to make a title for it. And the way I make a title for it is the same way I would make a title for any other motor vehicle, right? It doesn't say on the title truck or mini truck or or you know weird fucking you know flabber jabber whatever the fuck it doesn't it's just a straight okay up. Go ahead. it says these are under speed so they're they're using the under speed right. vehicle yep. speech yep you're not allowed to drive them on streets that have an established speed limit of greater than 35 miles per but hour mine aren't under speed vehicles mm-hmm. so on the title for mine now if you go to right now if you go on any of the you know, websites for any of the scumbags in Texas that sell these vehicles, they'll be happy to sell you a vehicle with a Texas or whatever title that says it's an LSV, a low speed vehicle or an underspeed vehicle. I'm not doing that. But that's how you registered, right? What's that? That's how you register. I mean, not, not me. you, right? right but yeah, it's, right, it's a right. classification and on yeah, under and, registration. And that's a big thing is they keep saying the word underspeed vehicles. Let me assure you, well, it you, also says mini truck. Right, but, it says mini truck. But now, I'm still looking for thing. the definition right. of mini truck. Well, if, if, you're, if you're on the freeway not going 50 or below, right. who's going to enforce that? I mean, if okay. you're going 65, yeah. as you sh- well, well, not 65, like a as 60, wouldn't but, fit into the category, right? Right. It because that's a 1.5 liter, and it's bigger than 
any one of the, the mini trucks. Well, right. but if you see it, it's a it's a pretty fucking mini truck. It's a pretty fucking mini <laughs> I mean, truck. Visually, visually, yeah. you right. can you can. But the bed is big, the, the bed is bigger than most pickup trucks made sure. in the United States. Sure, absolutely. Sure. I totally agree. Okay, now let's get weird. Let's get into the truly world weird world of conjecture. Because we're going to bring this back to being a motorcycle podcast, I promise. Okay, this is how we're going to do it. Could you imagine, if you will, that we live in a country where people, old white men as I call them, OWM, old white men, are into having these strange and exotic vehicles called the Nash Metropolitan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Imagine if you will, we this live in is a interesting. world. It's saying that no registration is required for a mini truck. Right. I know this is, this is, but again, it, it can't be used on a road over 35 miles per hour. So, you know, if you're going to have a registration for it. Is that a 360? Yeah, right on, dude. Okay. So there you go. So all of our diligent podcast listeners and people that can see past Steve's shoulder will know that <laughs> what I've pulled up on the screen is called a Subaru 360. And so there was a period of time in our country called the 60s and 70s when during the 60s and 70s, we imported to the United States legally and titled legally in our country those cars. Those cars were available at dealerships in the United States of a goddamn America. I got a bug in my drink. Spit it out, you motherfucker. <laughs> Give it back. Spit it out. <laughs> so put it in my drink. So you can imagine that in 19, year of our Lord, 1969, etc., that you could spend your hard-earned American fucking dollars and you could buy a Subaru 360. Now, the Subaru 360 was an amazing Japanese car that was, in fact, a K car back in the year of our Lord, 1969, 1970. Now, they made many different versions of this car, and they sold many different versions of this car. As well in, as a pickup truck? And they made a van? $1,397, bitch. For $1,397 back in year of our Lord, 1971, you wow. could have bought a brand new from the dealership. Side loader. Or a Greenbrier style side loader, right? So $1,325 got you the Greenbrier style side loader. Now, if you happen to own one of these, right? If you own one of those vehicles, guess what? That shit is legal. In all 50 states, on any freeway, on any road, why? Why is it legal? Well, it's way less powerful than a modern K truck. Mm -hmm. Way less powerful. It's only 360 cc's, and those cc's are two strokes. Oh, so yeah. the EPA should be crawling up your ass sideways for killing owls, right? But that's a true thing. That's a vehicle that violates that K truck law as written in the United States. Did they make Violet's a van, too? too? Wasn't there a van version of that? You're looking at it. Are you not looking at it? Oh, yeah, yeah. There yeah, yeah, you're looking at it right there. Right, that's the van. So that's the van version of that. So a Subaru 360 came in many different forms. What about an Isetta? Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get to the Isetta, which truly deserves freak show status, let's get to one that you could buy at your fucking Honda dealer, right? Let's just oh, yeah. go to a Honda 600, 600 a yeah. Z600. So a Honda Z600, right? So the Honda Z600 is a legit car that many Americans purchased. 
A lot of people bought this car. And, and if you've lived in Cleveland, Ohio right. for the last 35 or 40 years. In the Heights. Lewis Electronics has had a purple one sitting yeah. in front of their thing for <laughs> the last 35 Forever. years. Forever. Yeah. There was a YouTube video of a guy who put a CBR 1000 motor in his. And it's, it was fantastic. Oh, I was like, yeah. So, yeah, the Honda, and, you know, here's the Honda Z600. So, 1971 Honda Z600, that's another car that's a 600cc and, of course, is welcome, right, because it was sold legally in the United States. Four headlights. Sexy as fuck. Four that? headlights always Dead. turns me on. Four headlights is a guaranteed winner. As far as I'm concerned, you have my attention, sir. Now, here's the trick. When you talk about this shit as being made illegal, so if you're going to make a K-truck illegal, you have to make that illegal, too, because that Honda Z and that particular now, one is now, adorable now. as a Honda GT. Let's, leave the, let's just leave these guys alone. Okay, right. Fight your own battle. Don't try to take everybody <laughs> down with you. But right. Then isn't the Rikers and all these other fucking vehicles that are like like snowmobile sleds? Uh, the Mahindra, the Mahindra in particular is probably like people are trying to, you know, street legal the Mahindras. Right. And call them yep, mini trucks and it. stuff, and that's kind of probably what's... They're new. So here's my rule. Now take a look up at the screen. Oh, what do we got up there, dude? The Come on, the, man. Yeah. It's the BMW yeah. Are you going to kill Urkel's car? They're grandfathered in. Are you going to kill Urkel's car? Leave them out of this conversation. Right. But so exactly. So it's over 25 years old, right? It's over 25 years old. And it has a title because it was sold in the United States. Well, you have a good point there. Well, no, okay. you have to put the Vespa for Because all the mini trucks are over 25 years old or you wouldn't <laughs> be bringing them in. Oh, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So let me tell you another car. But not all of them are over 25 years old. No, yes. Well, yeah, not of all of them that exist in the world are, but the ones that are being imported to America have right. to be 25 no, years old. No, the ones I'm no, bringing into. I know, the ones you bring in, though, and that's why I think yours okay. are illegal. Let me show you another vehicle that is absolutely illegal by today's standards. Fuck yeah. Okay. That's a 1969 Dodge Charger, motherfucker. Generally speaking. Generally (laughs) speaking. Now, thank you, John. Now, here's the reason why this motherfucker should be just as illegal. So if you want to make a, uh, if you want to make a 1995 660 K truck illegal, if you want to say that your 1995 K truck is not legal on the roads of Ohio or Maine, if you're going to tell me that that's illegal, you're going to have to tell me why that is legal. How many airbags does that car have? Zilch. How many, how many side door impact protections does it have? Nine. ABS? No. Traction control? Nope. What? Nope. Why? You can't do that. There's nothing more American than the General Lee. So, <laughs> there you go, motherfuckers. Right, right. So, if you're going to make a 1995 660cc K-Truck illegal and say that it cannot operate on the roads, what's your argument? Because your argument can't be that it doesn't have enough horsepower because the Izetta, right? The Izetta and the Honda Z6 and the Honda, and I'm sorry, and the Subaru 360. And the LeCar. The LeCar didn't go 55 miles. Exactly. So all these vehicles have less power from my point of view, I think it should, it should just be a free for all because now electrics are coming right. online. Yep. Now we got electric bicycles that are oh, doing yeah. thirty mile an hour. So, yep. no. oh, CCs. you're gonna let you're gonna let somebody ride a bicycle at thirty mile an hour? Why not let them what ride about it? The dude oh, that goes by here on that stand up scooter with the little oh, one, yeah, the one yeah. wheel. <laughs> guy goes by here at 117 miles an hour every night on a stand up electric bird scooter yep. that's been radically Freaked altered. Out, yeah. uh, honestly, I'm making that up. He doesn't go an inch over 45. But but still, still that motherfucker. 
motherfucker, like we know the law in the state of Ohio is if it goes over 30 miles per hour and it don't have pedals, that's a motorcycle. And that thing goes over 30 miles per hour and a damn sure doesn't have pedals. And he doesn't wear a helmet usually. So he's, I'm, I'm wondering what he's I'm not sorry. Going what by. he's not doing is he's not having insurance and he's not having a motorcycle right. license and he's not having a helmet. He is passing traffic. And what he is time. doing, I, he passed me today. Yeah. So he passed me today in a Ford fucking E350. Right. And he passed me hard. So he passed me hard today, standing upright, right? Well, that's probably why you could tell he was hard. Well, again, it was just him. He passed me hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tank slapper. (laughs) So that's my point. My point is, if you're going to make some shit illegal, you got to be fair. And if it's a vintage vehicle, if if the rule is over 25, the rule's over 25, then the rule's over 25. And if your 57 Chevy, God bless America, is now legal to be driven on the roads, and that ain't safe. I'm trying not to sing it. Do you know what the stopping distance is on a 1957 Chevy? It's far. It's really fucking far. Yeah. Do you want to know who dies in a collision with a 57 Chevy? Spectators. People people in the neighborhood, right? Shit goes everywhere. um, Raise your hand if you've driven a vehicle with no power brakes. Yeah, <laughs> that's something. Raise your hand if you dragged an Airstream trailer behind a vehicle with no power brakes. <laughs> How about no hydraulic brakes? I do like to live dangerously. Oh, yeah, I've had mechanicals before. Yeah. Well, it's the same vehicle with only one front brake, not power. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I've had a couple of beetles. Really got a plan ahead. To really got a plan ahead. Okay, cock the wheel hard to the left and now snap the brakes. Right. It will hold it straight eventually. Yeah. Well, it's kind of the same with the, like, the, the old or scooters yes. without turn signals. Of course. Well, you have your hand. You can kind of yeah. make the turn signals, but still, I mean, it's... I ride all kinds of ancient motorcycles. If you want to know what non-powered brakes are, yeah. get in your car. Yeah, there you go. Your car with power brakes. Yep. Drive down yep. the road. Yep. Turn the engine off yep. while you're moving. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, use yeah. the brakes. And now turn and use the brakes. <laughs> you know what? On a steep hill. Yeah. With, oh, no. With a 90 degree at the bottom. My, Chevy, my 68 Chevy Impala had... Beautiful power steering. Oh, yeah. And no power brakes. <laughs> it was like you could turn the steering wheel with your pinky. The brakes, you had to put two feet on and stand on them. I don't know if anybody remembers. I used to have a, I used to have a, a rape van uh, that was called Bradley Van Staten. You've never not had a rape van. All right, all right. Like Fair Betty? enough. But, I, I mean, I used to have a van that was a 1969 Ford Econoline. Proper rape van. Proper rape van. And it said Pride of Cleveland on the side and everything else. And it had shag carpeting inside and, you know, tapestries on the ceiling and all that good shit. But it was the worst of van you could order because not only was it manual steering, which we call Armstrong steering because it makes your arm stronger. It was three on the tree, which is a bad idea. Like and it was Trump seeds? Non, non-powered brakes. <laughs> And it was a 302 V8. So it had all the motor in the world you'd ever need. High compression 302 V8. But three on the tree with manual fucking brakes and manual fucking steering. This thing was like a license to die. Because you're like, watch, I'm going to drop it in first gear. Drop the clutch out of it because it's manual. And smoke the living fucking tires. Have fun, baby. Bring it on trailer package. But then you'd have to turn or stop. And it didn't like doing either of those. The only thing that would have made it better, yeah, are vacuum wipers. Yes. Well, I, I, I did have, I did on that vehicle have a manual like electric wipers, but my my Continental had vacuum windows. So when the car was idling, the windows couldn't go up or down. So if you wanted the windows to go up or down, you had to hit the gas. 
and build up vacuum. Because, you know, there's a leak somewhere in the 9,000 feet of vacuum line in a Lincoln Continental. But have you ever had a car with manual windshield wipers? Absolutely. With the, the string that you drive around and thing and you go like this? Um, like they don't work Okay, anymore. that's what? called I fixed it. There yeah. I fixed it. Yeah. I'm talking about manual windshield wipers because I've had a few old cars lever. where I had a lever that I actually had a lever to operate the wipers. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had strings tied you to Strings stuff, tied across the like, window. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know, and every time you say rape van, you know what I think of? What do you think of? Manscapers. Oh! <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> nice segue. Nice. That's pretty good. The uh, One of the legitimately most hilarious things that um, we've been getting shit for as uh, as we do as... Wait, is this my favorite part? Negative feedback? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, God. Wait, is this the spot or is this not the spot? We'll make this the spot. I think this should be the spot. I'm ready to have this be the spot. Um, I'm cool with that. So, because yeah, yeah, here thanks, we go. Steve. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Yay. I wanted to get it out of the way. I, think I forgot out about it. Yeah, cool. yeah. right. Wait, did we, finally, did we finally lose our sponsor? No, we did not let. Okay. Yeah, they weren't happy about clan clanscapers, though. Now, wait a second. Now, just wait a second. Wait, the clanscaper or the clamscaper? No, the clamscaper, they're taken. The okay. clanscaper, they were not The Ku Klux clanscaper. Right. Yeah, the Ku Klux clanscaper. What about the transcaper? <laughs> Again. Oh, what that's, that's a little more serious. Again, the transcaper, <laughs> I have no idea where we're going with the well, transcaper. Like that's a double under. <laughs> I mean, if that's very serious. If you're a trans person, you really need some scaping. You know? I know. I mean, yeah, you do. Hey, uh, there was a commercial years ago. Uh, let me see. Uh, there, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, what's the correct term for it? I'm going to look for. Uh, okay, if you're a uh, if you're a man who's cross dressing, you're. Uh, uh, come on, help me, help me. Cross dressing. Transvestite. Transvestite. Thank you. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to look it up right now. Tim Curry was the best. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, In I'm going to say Eddie Izzard, but. Uh, Allegedly. But any, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was it's a. Like J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> Allegedly. Now, there was yeah. a. Um, there was a advertisement for, I believe it was Gillette. Gillette razor blades. And it was. The, the imagery of the... Uh, oh, the dude's legs? No, this was from the 70s or 80s. Yeah, I heard it. And it was basically, the guy was a... He's like, when you have to shave like your life depends on it. Wow. Use Gillette. And the guy was a, the guy was a transvestite who was, you know, obviously fabulous. And again, you know what? You're right. When, you gotta, when you've got to sell a certain package... <laughs> <laughs> When you're going to sell a certain package, yes, you are going to need to make sure that that shit or looks lack good. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck around and show up short with your with that cuz that's legit. You you should really really have a proper shave. The uh, so anyway, so people approaching the front door. No. Security uh-oh, alert. Uh-oh, Security uh-oh, alert. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. oh, they're, they're going to yeah, right. eight years. Eight, it's 8 o'clock. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 they, they'll just come back tomorrow. All right, there you go. The kid yeah. flipped him off. Yeah, the child flipped me <laughs> off, of course. That happens. <laughs> so this is one of those things that we did, we did want to bring up. So whether you like Clamscape or you like Transcape, Manscaped did something no other sponsor has ever done. They actually fulfilled their obligation and did, in fact, pay us. Nice. For the first time ever, we have received money from a sponsor 
After the trial period, after the break-in period, that's right, folks, we deserve a slow clap because apparently the folks at Manscaped.com do listen to our podcast, and despite our best efforts, we have not alienated them enough to drop us as a sponsor. So at least we know where the line is, right? We do know. Okay. Well, well, we know where the line Finish. isn't. Did we get, <laughs> did we get paid enough that I could finally get my operation? Nope. Oh, not okay. even close, dude. No, 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 Damn. no, no, no. No, this, this, uh, the, the amount of money that we made off of Manscaped will buy you three and a half hours at Cedar Point. Nice. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> right. That'll buy you and two of your friends basic admission to Cedar Point. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much money we made from Manscaped this very month. But Very you know nice. what? They paid it. Better than That's nothing. Good. Which means they'll pay it next month, too. Yeah. So, yay! So, on that note, yes. what is the read this week? Here we go, guys. Uh, they haven't given us a new read because we're still on August's read, but they did give me some very, very good additional copy. So, you're going to like this. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? Space music. <laughs> If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next level with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping anywhere in the galaxy with code ClevelandMoto. One word. One word, all one word. Now, this is an interesting thing that I've kind of been kind of digging a little bit as I get into more of their products. Digging. Digging. We got to get into this crop preserver thing. We got to get them to send us some crop preserver. I'm in, yeah. Because I want the, what was it, the bushwhacker? The weedwhacker. Weed 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 yeah, weed one of those two. Yeah, my ears are hairy something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been feeding my manscaper 4.0 all the way into my ears is, yeah. so I feel safe. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I think I need a special tool yeah, for the job. Makers. Yeah. I mean, I, like I can shave my ears every day. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Uh, just braid them. And his, <laughs> and his palms. Them. Not and to mention my eyebrow. I got yeah. this eyebrow. That yeah. I got yeah. yeah. They uh, they used to call the one that goes between your eyeballs the the, the unibrow. Right uni uni Somebody called it an ooglue. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good name for it. Um, here's an interesting thing. I hadn't. I I was not ready for this kind of like as they started giving us some more stuff that we should be aware of. They said, "Keep in mind that the lawnmower 4.0 that we've all become intimately aware of, and not only does it except for Steve. All right, that's yeah. true. Not only does it keep the nether regions accessible, but more importantly, it'll charge your phone." It's an excellent flashlight in the case of a power outage. Well, the charging cord, like you can't reverse charge off of the unit itself. No. But, no, the, but it the, will definitely charge your phone. It's a Type-C USB. Yeah, right. yeah, it's a power right. plug. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. I bet you if you had a, a Type-C to Type-C plugged in I have one of those plug your home. phone in, yeah. it would rob. If your mm, battery is yeah. You could use it as that, a battery pack. You could. Interesting. I've done that with a lot of stuff, and I don't doubt that. Because it's always going to want to equal out voltage. That's right. Oh, the rectifiers. The rectifiers. The rectum what fryers? What would Nick say? Speaking of rectum fryers, first <laughs> scheduled for liftoff, the new lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, this spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, <laughs> balls, butt, and even 
Uranus. Do they have a crack whacker attachment? The crack whacker! <laughs> <laughs> so we'd have a mirror on the so side? So got we've got the clamscaper, we got the Ku Klux Clanscape, we got the transcaper, and now we have the crack whacker! No, but you know what? This is a serious, like, okay. so, so manscape, listen up, this All is right. important. Okay, here we go. So what they need is an arm to attach the fucking thing with. So guys like me that a have back, a little bit back of back, because I have a thing called the man, or the, um, I don't know, it's some fucking, like, giant thing that you stretch out and it had a thing it's a selfie it, stick no but it's it was, a selfie <laughs> stick it's it a selfie have, stick for your shaver i want to say right i honestly thought it was called the man something man the man shaver, groomer i don't know man the groomer. gorilla groomer yeah but yeah, yeah so they need to they need a handle that you can fold out and put that oh, fucker in and then get your back a back i whacker. still think it's called the back whacker no i still think it's called a selfie stick because I got a selfie stick that's got like a little head on it. You can oh, kind of yeah. put any camera yeah. in there. Yeah. Well, that, that could be a part of the lawnmower 5.0. Yeah. The lawnmower 5.0 is that it has a standard could be with the back whacker the lug on the bottom of it, so oh, you could attach yeah. a selfie stick or a tripod and just run yourself oh, over it. Or you could put had, different attachments. You could use it for like, like something the standard like that. And, camera. And they could make yeah. like you know how the helmets they have now. You have one where they have the rearview mirror. Yeah. yeah. They need an attachment that you could put a rearview mirror, mirror, and then you can it. see your back, so you can yeah, just like yeah. sit there like oh, this. And be that's like, a good idea. Or you vacuum. Could, oh wait, but you could attach a camera to it and that's sit there and watch it on your phone while you're fucking doing it. <laughs> I need a vacuum. And then post it to YouTube. <laughs> no, it would be like a periscope <laughs> on it, so you can see where it's actually hitting. It has the LED already in it. So yeah, you're right, just, you're right. So put a little camera lug on it, and you could attach almost anything you wanted to it. That's, that's fantastic. That's, that's true. I you like can that. cast it to your TV. So we need a retractable arm. Some kind of an arm. An arm deal. I like, I like it. it. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. An arm work. Hey, anybody want to talk about somebody getting proper fucked? Yeah. Always. All right. How about a guy who desperately deserves it? Even better. Even I better. love it. It makes me feel good, doesn't yeah. it? Is that it makes me feel karma great. Or something they call it. Instant yeah, yeah. Karma? Right yeah. there, you go. So Garner, you know, uh, Stuart Garner. Stuart Garner is the guy that was behind Norton, the new Norton, mm, Donington yeah, Castle Norton. Yeah, this yeah. guy. He invested a bunch of English people to invest their pensions mm -hmm. in something that was going to be uniquely English and going to give them a re good return on their investment. And then he spent that on hookers and blow. Fuck yeah. As you should. Now, I'm not Fuck saying yeah. he actually spent it on Hooker's Blow because that's only the world I know, right? <laughs> that's just did. my Allegedly. world. He did. Hey, he's 50. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to say Hooker's, but maybe Strippers and Blow. See that guy right there? You know what that is? That's a 52-year-old piece of shit right there. Okay? <laughs> so, Stuart Garner, I'm 52 years old. Look at the leather shirt. That's yeah, a leather lot. shirt is a away. fucking warning sign. Yeah. If you're wearing a leather hat or a leather shirt... Fuck you. Unless you're in Judas Priest and are currently Rob Halford. Fuck you. You are not allowed to wear that shit. Yeah. And we know how he works. Or any know. of the patrons at the manhole. And the manhole. No, our patrons don't hang at the manhole. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Only the interesting ones. But anyway, this is what the deal is. So that this dude straight up allowed people, allowed human beings to invest in a company that they knew was not going to be shit. And the fact is that... If you are a trustee, okay, and if you are found to be guilty in this situation, you're going to face a maximum of two years in prison or a 50,000-pound fine. Which, with all the money he got, that's nothing. Now, hold on. This is the face of somebody who understands that the fine is nowhere near how much money he made. Right. This is a guy who understands that the fine is not even the fucking tax. No, he just, he put that on in the, the investments. Cost, he, cost of doing business. Exactly. The lawyer that he works with said, if you get caught and properly fucked, you're still going to make money. 
because the fine for what he's done is written at a time when common law determined what the fines ah, for things were. Oh, right, right. So the fine for something, what he did, as heinous as what he did, is taking people's life's savings and flushing them down the toilet. Why isn't, the f- it, why isn't the fine the amount that he stole? Because back when they wrote the law, Steve, $50,000 was more money than you'd see in 10 years of work. The problem is $50,000 is what that guy sees in one mouse click. Okay, so the fifty thousand dollar penalty to the common man might be ten years of work, but the fifty thousand dollar penalty to Johnny Got Rocks over here ain't nothing. Okay, (laughs) it ain't shit. (laughs) Right. So this is the problem: is in our world we live in a world world. where billionaires can suffer the indignity of a felony for conviction, which involves a $5,000 punishment. Look it up in the state of Ohio. If you commit a felony for, you can be on the hook for as many as $5,000 and six months in jail, which will, of course, be pled down to nothing. This is my 70th birthday plan. Right. Like, I'm like, as my age wears on, the more sketchier I'm going to get. And at a certain point, (laughs) I'm just going to pull the trigger and be like, if I have a chance yeah. to like steal or do whatever and get yeah. millions of dollars, yep. it could be very risky. Very I risky. really don't care. Yep. I'm 70 years old. Absolutely. I might receive better health care in prison. F1 felony. You know what I'm saying? Five years of jail time. But if I can put Pretty like, easy ride. like millions of dollars in a 55-gallon yeah. barrel and yeah. bury it somewhere for my yeah. daughter. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Just well, fucking. And, if you, don't, and you, know you know who's going to want to fuck a 72-year-old guy in prison? Nobody. 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 And... <laughs> If you don't use a the weapon, seventy-year-old guy, you're virtually <laughs> unfuckable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, so I think like when you see when you see these big bankers and stuff, I'm a chicken hawk. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when when like these big bankers and people or whoever in the financial world get busted for like two hundred million dollars of, of of theft. They get a, a, a 50 minute sentence and nothing because there's no weapons involved. It's like, oh, it's a white collar crime. You slap mm-hmm. on the wrist. Okay. $300,000 fine. But meanwhile, the guy made $28 million. Let me tell you about the cost of doing business in the case of Norton Motorcycles. Breaking bad, man. The, the state, the country of England. Mm-hmm. Look up at the screen. Investors, that would be the common folk. The common folk had paid up to 170,000 quid each to the funds and have since been unable to recoup their funds. No shit, because he pissed it away running a goddamn castle as a motorcycle company. But for his crime of taking $170,000 from people who could least afford to give it, he might be on the hook for a $50,000 penalty. Bullshit. Get out your calculator real quick and type in the number 30. Then multiply that by the number 170,000. I'm going to give you a little... Oh, had 30 investors? A hot tip. That number is much, much higher than, 50, than six fucking million pounds. I really okay? feel bad for him, man. Yeah. I, mean, really I feel terrible to, for him. So pay 50, if your 000. penalty is 50,000 pounds, but you've taken in 30 times 200,000 or 170,000, right? Then you're winning. You're Charlie Sheen winning. And I wouldn't I wouldn't expect a goddamn honest to the core prick like this guy to not fucking do it. Did anything happen to the stock though? Did yeah. It tank? Yeah, it's worth nothing. Mm. Yeah, it's worth as Chris okay. would say, squatoosh. Squatoosh? Yeah. Squatoosh. Yeah. Forget about it. Short sell it yeah. and then get another group of investors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yep. sell it off when it goes up again yep. and then do another batch. Yeah. 
I, so now, do you want to know what the punishment is? Yeah. Hey, John, you invested $170,000. Well, I'm sorry, 170,000 pounds, $230,000. You've invested 170,000 pounds. You've invested 170,000 pounds. You bought a fucking Elio. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I'm dumb. Okay, <laughs> you bought an Elio. No, I don't even... Wait, 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 wait. I put a hundred bucks down. Did you get that? You got that? I want that on loop. I want that on fucking loop. I want fucking full. Uh, Full fucking everything. Full production. Uh, 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 I'm dumb. Uh, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. 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 People will do things. I mean, we are all guilty. We will do things we believe in. And these folks, these people that are, they're smells like work. Their only crime. <laughs> That's gonna be your new ringtone, then. Sinkers and floaters. I'm dumb. Sinkers and floaters. gonna be. I'm dumb. So I'm dumb. These poor people whose only crime is that they invested a hundred. They literally, these folks invested a hundred and seventy pounds, a hundred and seventy thousand pounds. That sucks. Right? Saved England business. To, to invest in an English business, right. right? To be proud of themselves. And they took their own inheritance. Dum, 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 Okay. So how much do you think each of those people is going to get paid back? Nothing. 10,000. 6,000. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, no. So you invested 170,000 pounds. And as a result of this motherfucker. The class action Going lawsuit. to jail. Right. You get six the ombudsman ruled that this motherfucker owes you out 170,000 pounds, 6,000 pounds. So you lost oh, 160. So welcome to the fucking wheels of justice, motherfucker. Welcome to the wheels of justice. Welcome to a, a government official saying that, and I'll pull this picture up again because fuck this guy. That's All right. Fuck that guy. See that guy right there? Fuck him. And you know what? And if I see him. Fuck him twice as hard. Fuck but you that know, guy. if you're that pissed off yeah. about it, right? Those people who invested that money, yeah. I mean, he he better just be fucking looking over her shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If he ever hears a guy in a fucking strimmer, like uh, he ever hears a dude in a, yeah, or, I'm sorry, not a strimmer, Zimmer, Zimmer. They call him Zimmers. Yeah, Zimmers. So a Zimmer, a strimmer is a leaf trim, or yeah. a string a string trimmer. trimmer. Yeah, a Zimmer is the 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 walkie thing. The the what do they call those? Uh, the they call it a weed so whip, actually, but they actually call it a weed whip. In a weed whip. Yeah. So if you hear tennis dude, balls, if this dude hears tennis balls yeah. sliding across the <laughs> pavement, fuck that guy. And you know what? In fact, if you're a British person and you invested $170,000 in Norton motorcycles and you got 6,000 pounds back, I'm sorry, you invested 170,000 pounds and you get 6,000 pounds back, let me know. That's my present. Because though. honestly, I can accept that as my present. I would. I would straight up 100% love to punch this guy in the dick. But look what happened to Bernie Madoff. I don't, yeah, poor Bernie. I mean, no, we, no like, not poor Bernie. What happened to him was. He got slapped invest, on the wrist, no, right? He got, no, but he went to jail. Yeah. And the yeah. people that he fucked yeah. killed his son. Yeah. Wait a second. Well, that's half, that's the job half done. Maybe this is like. Yeah, a, no, but what right. I'm saying yeah. is. Maybe we get some Patreon money. At some point. <laughs> and we're all going to fly to. England. You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be like, not, hey, not we're going to make an appointment. Yeah. We're going to be like, hey, we really would like yeah. to see the new Norton that you're coming out with. That's right. The next new scam. Right. And then when we get there, we all just Punch beat the, the fuck out of them. I'm just we saying. We get arrested. There'll yeah, be a savage problems. amount of dick punching. Yeah. yeah. A savage amount of dick punching. Nobody's ever seen as much dick punching 
I want to punch that guy in the dick just for that jacket. Like I was straight I'm up saying, let's like, do yeah. it. I'm a, I can do it. I you know what? It. You don't wear that jacket indoors for an interview unless you're a fucking cunt. We could like, that guy's a straight up fucking cunt of the first order. <laughs> we that could fly to England for like less than a thousand dollars. Well, when we're allowed to. When we're allowed to. Yeah, when we're allowed to. And look at all the yeah. nose hair and ear hair. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Manscaping 4.0. Not kidding. <laughs> he does not use a manscaper. No, he does not. Yeah, fuck this guy. We can find this. Fact. This guy's got to go to a bar because he, you know he's trying to cruise for pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the yeah. thing. Manscaper. We'll use a Manscaper 4.0 to shave him so that there's no hey, cushion. I'm going to give him a haircut. I'm going to give him a haircut that looks worse than mine. No, you break fuck off every guy. other tooth. Now nah. <laughs> He's already British. British. Yeah. No, no. On the Manscaper. I think we go after him with a proper old school American Oster. Yeah. yeah, we light them up. We light them up with a trimmer. When you flip the switch on it, you can smell smoke. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, dude, it's funny. You nailed it. With those old oysters we'll or oysters, when you hit that thing, it makes this weird, like, it, it's like. Yeah, it's, That's the, what same, I got. it's yeah. the same noise and smell when they made Frankenstein. Right. Yeah. Wait, wait, it's even better because mine's hot wired because yep. the switch broke. Yeah. So oh, as soon no. as you plug it in, it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can. But see, it's got the little adjuster on the side. So if you adjust it down, it's low power. And you got to turn it up till it goes. And after it gets dirty for a little while, you got to give it a crank in a little bit. I don't know what the high end of it. The fucking going all the way. My dad worked in that factory. So my dad in 1957, my grad, my dad graduated from Collinwood High School, and he started working. His very first job was at Oster, and he worked at Oster on the east side of Cleveland, and they made blenders and shavers and various other things. Anything that's fun. I'd like much. to stick the daiquiri whacker up this guy's ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, because we're in Cleveland, it has to be the Vitamix daiquiri whacker. Fine. Because you stay true to what works for you. We, have a, we got a Vitamix right there in the kitchen. Oh, they're great. A Vitamix, the question is, will it blend? And Vitamix says, yes, yep. it will blend. Okay. You get a transmission out of a Ford truck, it'll blend. Yep. I dropped a. Uh, uh, I'll wear the backpack with the battery pack and the inverter. You have the daiquiri. You have the Vitamix. It'll blend. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I was making something and it called for avocado. And I was digging it out. I was digging the seed out. It was running and I dropped the seed into it. And it was just gone. No, it's gone. Oh, no. no. If you have a Vitamix and you drop anything into a Vitamix, <laughs> like gone. a puppy, it's gone. <laughs> and the weird thing about Vitamix is, is Vitamix has three settings. So Vitamix has like blend. Yep. Puree and soup. Soup. Yeah, soup. you can make soup. Five because, minutes. Because Vitamix defies the rules of nature. <laughs> and we didn't know this, but if you spin any object fast enough, it creates enough heat to make soup. Yep. Mm. So if you take any ingredients whatsoever, like, like we said, if you take a steak dinner and you put it in a Vitamix and you put it on soup and you press the soup button and you walk away, five minutes later, you have... A steaming bowl of a soup. A steaming bowl of soup. It is it's no... probably from cavitation. Friction. It is. Mm -hmm. It's just friction. Friction and cavitation, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you think it would cavitate, too? Yeah, it does. It does. It makes it all kinds of... It makes soup that will yeah. burn your fucking tonsils. And it does. Five minutes in a Vitamix. And if you... You're like, no, dude. I got a really good blender. Fuck you. You don't have a Vitamix. Yeah, the Ninja and stuff. Yeah. Fuck off. Google, Google is with the... Um, 
tap at the bottom. Yes, of it, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. That's but, a but, that's a margarita machine. But here's the interesting part: if you don't <laughs> overheat, Vitamix. no, they make one. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't yeah. overheat whatever you're making yeah. into soup and you yeah. kind of keep it going off yeah. and on, yeah, it actually makes the the proteins and all the stuff in the vegetables and stuff more soluble to your intestines, and you get a better you get a better burn from. The I food. had no idea. Yeah, yeah. none because it breaks up all the fibers into like soluble. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah fair enough. It's one of their things. I just make cocktails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It um, turns anything into a slushy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Hey, do, do we have a breaking news sounder? I'm sure you saw this, but maybe our listeners didn't. Breaking news. All right, breaking news. Uh, AMA Vintage Days? Yes! 2022? Burning Man for Motorheads. They're keeping it in July. Yes, July they are. July 22nd really? through the 24th. <gasps> They're keeping the late date. Late date. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yep. Oh, I like that idea. Do you and know what that means? Groundhog, Groundhog says... No more rain. No more rain. Yeah, and you keep that. You keep that weekend after. So, Doctor Waters and I were married on July fifteenth. Mm-hmm. The reason we got married on July fifteenth is that there is statistically a ninety three percent less chance of rain on July fifteenth than July eighth. Yeah. Right. Yep. I and so it. that like so they used to do they used to do AMA Vintage Days on July fourth in that like July fourth and later weekend so being late being July 22 23 that's good look you guys we know if you were at AMA Vintage Days this year if you could order the perfect weather yeah, we, we got it we and, got it and this year is the 30th running of AMA Vintage Days you know what and that's some weird math because <laughs> because that's kind of like Harley Davidson's 100th anniversary was 1903 yeah. like cuz 1903 Harley Davidson hadn't built anything squad two they had built squad twos <laughs> like 1903 is kind of like they claim that is their first year but that was the year the brothers got together and went you know bicycles are fun i wonder if we put a motorcycle on one of those oh that was the official start of Harley Davidson motorcycles no it wasn't you know, you got to claim, you know, when you produce a motorcycle that somebody can actually buy, that's kind of your first year, you know. So, but yeah, AMA Vintage Days goes on, goes way back in time. So uh, the other day, Sleepy was going down the road and he saw a motorcycle get compacted to the point where it had turned the owner into a former motorcyclist and also was, a former human. That was Soup. yesterday. Yesterday that was on yesterday, the way home. Right? Yeah, Soup. Was- <laughs> so, and that's all because of... You know, people not paying attention. Well, what happened is, is there was a, a three-car accident on, yeah. on the other side of the highway. Right. And people on the right side were rubbernecking because the, the, the yeah. uh, paramedics and stuff were yeah. already there. And there was right. like, traffic for 10 miles down on the other side. And But I, I will fault, and I hate to say this because I think the guy's very, very dead. Yeah, he's pretty sure he's dead. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I, I will fault him for, and one of the things that I've learned over the years is when you come up on a traffic jam. Yeah. You don't park behind a car. No, you make yourself no. escapable, yeah. and this yeah. guy did not. No, just he disappear. was right in the middle. No, when when traffic comes to a stop and you think it might be there for half a moment, go the fuck to the side. Yep, pull out so you don't put yourself in what I like to call the squish zone. Yeah, the sandwich. Yeah, the sandwich thing because we've had yeah. a lot of our customers that left here on perfectly good motorcycles and came back on very small accordions. Yep. And that's not cool. Well, well, the thing that kind of struck me, and this is why I think this guy did not have a good day, right? Um, was that it was a white, it looked like a 636 or some kind of a white sport bike. Yeah. So it has that sharp tail. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that tail was permanently over the gas tank this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so the tail all... had actually flipped over like a scared scorpion. Yeah, like yeah. The, the end of the tail light was touching the windscreen that was smashed. Oh, ouch. Yeah, it was not good. So we do need to have some solutions for that. And again, I love it when our solutions come from the least likely suspects. Oh. Piaggio. You know those people that make the gay little scooters? that we love so much. Piaggio. Piaggio. They are working with an Israeli company called They Are, and they are straight up building a fucking radar system for their motor scooters. Uh-huh. For real. That will give you forward-looking radar and will help your bike prevent being squished. Um, it will act, and this is a big, big fucking deal, because this year was the first year that we've seen radar-equipped bikes. The Ducati Multistrada, um, the R1250RT, and the KTM 1290 Super Adventure S. These are all things that if your wallet goes all the way down to fucking hell itself, you can afford to have radar on your motorcycle. I'm having an Uncle Nearest Sour now. An Uncle Nearest Sour? Yeah. And that is? Uncle Nearest with a sweet and sour mix. Oh, with a sweet and sour mix. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, okay. I thought you said Uncle Remus, and I was like, God damn it, we can't get away from racist Remus? shit in this fucking podcast. <laughs> All right. So, but I think this is fucking great because Bosch has had this system for a long time, and they're working with this company in Israel to get this sort of proximity sensor on a bike. And Oscar's going to love this because if he turns over right now, this is a radar on chip. So this is Veyar, and this is their chip. And their chip has the radar built into it, so you no longer need a giant bread box to put That's all cool. your components in, yeah. right? And so to be able to have the radar there, and it has a range of up to 160 fucking meters. So that gives you a lot of heads up. So if the traffic in front of you stops suddenly, you've got a chance of fucking living. And that's a really, really big deal. Or if you're going to have, you know, if you're going to have other people trying to use the space that you occupy, what's the physical statement? No two objects can occupy the same space at the same, at the same time. time. Yeah. So right. what is it supposed to do? Like beep at you or, or, or do what? So this is what Break? we're talking about is I don't know whether it's they're talking breaking, about is having active breaking. That's what I was thinking. I'm right? maybe breaking. That's the yep. only. So or whether it's just going to be alert. Whether it's just going to be alert you, because the one thing that I will tell you in the Ducati Multistrada and in the BMW, these are systems that alert you. Okay, they, so it's they, not they, a, they're not actively breaking system. for you. I, I've driven the uh, last year. I drove well pre-COVID. I drove a brand new Toyota, and the Toyota had the active braking system on it. So it had the smart cruise control and everything else, where it's not an Elon Musk, the car drives itself situation. But when your cruise control is set at 117 miles an hour and you're behind a car that's going 76 and that car hits its brakes, my car that I was driving also hit its brakes all the way down to a fucking red light. Like it literally took me from 76 miles an hour to a red light and I never got closer than 26 feet from the vehicle yeah, in front Mike of me. Tacoma does that. Right. It's pretty fucking magical, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's great. Yeah. So you could set the distance you want to follow. Yeah, like right. if you're behind a truck, you yeah. set it shorter so you could draft. Yeah. And instead of having to worry all the time, like, is this guy going to break and am I going to slam into the back of him? The truck will just break. There you go. I Look, 
This will save fucking lives. It will save a lot of lives. It will save lives. And right now there's a lot of shit going on. Another podcast will talk about it. We have a lot of friends that do this that are talking about in England where they're saying, okay, there's speed cameras everywhere and there's going to be speed regulation. So your motorcycle won't yeah. be able to go a certain speed. I'm a, a, I'm a time. patriot. I'm not giving up my brake pedal. <laughs> That's my right to hit That's the brakes right. when I want to hit my brakes. I'll brake. take I mean, my you, mask off well, anytime turn, I please. You can turn it off. I mean, you don't right. have to run it all right. the time. I mean, we've all seen those commercials with cars just breaking with a kid yep. running into yep. like grabbing the. Oh, yeah. Whatever ball they're Absolutely. chasing. Does it, does you know, it work the, for you? The UK actually has yeah. bikes average speed cameras. It does cameras. have bikes or yep. like pedestrians. So yep. they, they measure your speed over five miles. Right. Yep. Mm. Foreign countries love that shit. I've been in other countries where they're like, your average speed is a violation. My average speed. Right. My average speed. And that's an interesting thing. <laughs> I've got something for you guys. And next time you get pulled over. Eh. All right. Next time you get pulled over. So the cop pulls you over and he writes you a ticket. Let's let's have fun. So you were it was a 35 mile an hour zone and you were going 51 miles an hour. Okay, so you're 51 miles an hour. The cop writes you a ticket for going 51 miles in an hour. Go to court. Ask the judge and the officer if he followed you for an hour. And then say, "Well, how do you know I was going 51 miles an hour?" Ah. What was your sample size? Was your sample size an hour or was your sample size? Because I want you to know I'm a scientist. Second. Exactly. Push your glasses up. Make sure you have some tape in the middle. And that's an interesting thing because remember mm. in a former life, I used to be a police officer and I got dragged into court by every kind of fucking nerd because we lived. I worked in a city called Mentor, Ohio, which is the whitest place on earth. Look it up. Statistically accurate. It is, it's it is totally the whitest place ever. And every single person I ever gave a ticket to had a better education than I did. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I barely got out of high school. But I had a gun and a badge, and I was a tax collector for the city. Now, here's an interesting thing. It is, in fact, true that when you write somebody a citation for miles an hour over the speed limit, you had better be able to back that up. Otherwise, the prosecutor is going to back away from that like a scalded fucking dog. Right. Because when you get a nerd on the other side of the table who says, well, if you wrote my client a ticket for 51 miles in an hour and you didn't follow him for an hour. You've made a fraudulent statement. It's right. It's actually right. Yeah. 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 But well, if it's yeah. a speed trap and they have a gun. Yeah. on it, just yeah. yeah. So a lot of states and a lot of countries in Europe where they have things that are more reasonable, say an average speed. And they will collect data from your vehicle over oh, a larger shit. sample size. You can easily do it with the RFID in your tires. Well, or you can just do it photographically. Yeah. Or you can just do it on an average speed. So if there's a plane overhead and it sees you cross a given line on the click, road click. at that point, and then if they cross you another one, this is a really, really old technology called VASCAR. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, I can't believe I just said the word Vascar. Well, they have OBD2 dongles that just plug into your OBD2 thing and report everything. So, I mean, that's not... Like yeah, exactly. From your car. Yeah. Vascar, all the podcast listeners that are like, their beard is longer than this and their balls are below their knees. All of our really, really old podcast listeners that used to be cops are going to be like, that motherfucker just said Vascar. Vascar is visual average speed computer and recorder. And basically, that was what gave the ability for Boss Hog or um, the Smokey and the Bandit team to actually pursue 
uh, that was <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe Pete Coltrane. What's he say to his son? He's like, you're not. What, oh, fuck. Junior? Like, yeah. He says something to Junior like. I'm going to go home and slap your mama in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe that's what he said. I believe that's what he said. But that was that was Sheriff, Sheriff Buford T. Justice. Yes, Buford T. Justice. Yeah, Sheriff Buford T. Justice of the law. But Vascar was a way that they used to literally just be, it was just like a time over distance rally. You just punch the button and you'd go a given distance. You'd punch the button again. And if the guy got through that distance in a certain amount of time, he was speeding. And that was Vascar. And Vascar existed long before radar. And people used to call it pacing and all kinds of other shit. But that was legit. 1966, they came up with a Vascar. And it was a way that they would use speed enforcement. And then by air, they would simply do the same thing, but with a stopwatch from the air. And so all these things are pre-radar, pre-laser, pre-lidar, pre-whatever. You know? uh, uh, LIDAR, this one's oh, going to get it. you. Yeah, That's you don't it. get away from LIDAR. You don't get away from LIDAR. Yeah. No. That would bother me. What is that? <laughs> There's ahead, no sleeping. way. No, <laughs> no way that you, you came from, from my loins. <laughs> so when I get home, first thing I'm going to do is Just slap your, your mama in the mouth. Yeah. And that was Sheriff Buford T. Justice of the Law. And if you want to have a nice waltz back down the American history of casual racism and general inappropriate behavior, watch Cannonball Run. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then if you want a healing moment, Watch Blazing Salad. Right. Saddles. Oh. Blazing Salads. Where the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> the new sheriff's here. The new <laughs> sheriff. Oh, my God. So that's a real thing. So Piaggio, Piaggio came up with this shit. Thank you, Piaggio, for finally giving motorcyclists and scooters. Because keep in mind, I know you guys. I know, I know, I know, I know you people who listen to our podcast forget that Piaggio is an actual real gigantic company yep. that builds jets and airplanes and shit and commercial like vehicles. Kawasaki, like Kawasaki Heavy, yeah, is building boats, ships, and yeah. like all kinds of crazy. Yeah, shit. make fun of a Hyundai. I dare you. Wait, aren't they going yeah. back? Kawasaki's <laughs> going back. They changed the name of the motorcycle company, right? What? Didn't oh. they? Wasn't there a whole thing about? Kawasaki's going back to their old lineage. And so tell me more. There, there's a name. Kawasaki Motorcycles used to be called something else. And if you look, they're, apparently they're going back to that. Hmm. No, okay. I thought that was Nissan and Datsun. No, it's something about Kawasaki. I'm sure he'll be able to find it. I remember it was an article on Adventure Rider a couple of months ago. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so that was... Uh, I'm actually kind of a Kawasaki kind of guy these days when you really look at oh, it. Oh, yeah, for real. I, I get that. But I was not aware that Kawasaki... Uh, I'm going to look up some news. We'll figure some shit out. Yeah. yeah there's anyway. something about it. Fuji yeah. Heavy Industries Get your fucking silver. shit straight, you right. fucking pheasant. <laughs> Give your balls a tug. All right. But anyway, I'm not I'm not certain about that, but we'll look some more shit yeah, up yeah. on that. For, for sure, we're going to look that up. So, Piaggio, putting fucking radar on fucking scooters, that's a good idea. That's going to save some fucking lives, and I approve of it. And, if it uh, and you know what? If it comes out and if it happens... That I'm super happy over that because BMW, there's this thing called a Connected Motorcycle Consortium that I'm going to tell you about right now. So in case you don't listen to the Cleveland Moto podcast, because you say think, that again, Connected Motorcycle, the Connected Motorcycle Consortium. So if you think that Cleveland Moto, all we do is drink, fall down, get stupid, whatever. You're mostly right. Factual statement. We do occasionally <laughs> come up with some shit. 
And so if you're not aware, look up the Connected Motorcycle Consortium. It's a group that includes Honda, KTM, Yamaha, Suzuki, and Triumph. And BMW just joined it, which no is No cool. joking around. And this is all about vehicles that can communicate with each other to let them know, hey, I'm in your blind spot, Grandma in the Buick, right? And that idea is just to be kind of that internet of things working for good instead of evil. So at least you won't get hit by another motorcycle. Exactly. Yeah. Which, or, which happens quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Really? You're all will never be in that consortium. Oh. Yes, exactly. Right. I'm going to take that shit out of my bike. If I that can, shit's in my bike, I'm taking can, it out. I'm I, ripping it out. I can all think right. of somebody who was hit by a motorcycle recently. Or not so recently, but whatever. Oh, really? Huh? Come here. Oh, really? Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Later on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So according to a post today, World Japan News, this is about five months ago, leading Japan machinery maker Kawasaki Heavy, Heavy Industries says it will spin off its struggling motorcycle and engine businesses next year as part of a major restructuring. Okay. The company announced on Monday that it plans to spin off its motorcycle manufacturing and sales division and rolling stock division, which manufactures both conventional and bullet trains. Right. Kawasaki said it hopes the move will speed up the decision-making, improve its financial situation, giving that company the ability to decide things quicker. Motorcycle sales in Southeast Asia have dropped sharply due to the coronavirus. The company expects to see an operating loss of about 5 billion yen or $47 million that year. Wow. Kawi says this is not a fresh article. No, but it's been been happening. Yeah, I got you. It's It's been waiting for it. Because it turns out they're predicting that coronavirus is going to stop motorcycle sales. Right. And it it turns out. No, but I think they're still one. They're going to spin off. But the thing is, is that. What's the name? it, It didn't say in this article, but. Somebody had said, like, early on, Kawasaki motorcycles had a different name, like, many, many years ago. They want to go back to that. Interesting. I can't think of what that would be. I mean. I I have no idea. I'm searching the memory banks and nothing comes up. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, that's what I did have an interesting concept this morning while I was driving to work, like, pre-COVID manufacturing versus post-COVID manufacturing. There we go. And how you like you want to buy like if you're buying a car you might want to buy a 2019 or 20 right over a 21 okay just because you don't want to buy something that was manufactured in 2021 or early 20 oh yeah for sure just because shit was so fucked up then so history Kawasaki aircraft initially manufactured motorcycle name motorcycles under the name M E G U R O wait wait I'm sorry spell that again M E G U R O Oh, Meguro. Meguro. M-E-G-U-R-O. Meguro. 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 Meguro Kawasaki. Okay. All right. That's a fresh one. Look. Meguro is not going to sell. I was this many years old when I learned that Meguro. No, but meanwhile, there's like the K3, like straight up legit. There There is Intel already out there in the world being talked about, the Meguro K3. And the K3 is straight up a bevel drive. I mean, look, you're not going to get any more (laughs) unless you bring back the very first Honda Dream. Like, you're not going to get any more of an authentic vintage ye olde Kawasaki-y, right? You're not going to get any more. There it is. There's a Maguro. There's a Maguro K3. And that thing looks like it's straight up looks like the W800. It looks like it just well, stole Royal Enfield's W650, lunch. Yeah. you're jumping ahead a little too okay. far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's true. But it, it, it does look like it stole motor. It looks like it stole Royal Enfield's lunch. 
And that does. <laughs> Couldn't just about anybody steal Royal Enfield's lunch. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, people like Indians stole Enfield's lunch. Everybody stole Enfield's think, lunch. Yeah. Except for Ural. Ural. Yeah. Oh, man. Ural. Hey. Ooh. But anyway, the Maguro, the Maguro K3. Next time I drive that thing. I do. <laughs> I don't know if there's. Right. Like there's ever going to be a next time. Yeah. The two cab, the two companies, Meguro and uh, Kawasaki, joined forces in 1964, and Kawasaki specialized in aviation, while Meguro is the one that brought its motorcycle building know-how to the table. I, and honestly, this is all news to me. So yeehaw! Uh, so the W800, uh, the wing badge's revival is a nostalgic nod at the manufacturer's historic history, and the W800 was the obvious contender for the Meguro specific mods. So clearly it's a W650, which today is called a W800, and it is in fact a K3, and they said that it's going to price out um, first year out at about 12250 Here's the interesting thing. W800s, uh, Kawasaki W800s, it's the only motorcycle that I've seen for sale that there are still 2020s left of. And they're giving them away. And they're giving them away at under 6K. Yeah, your buddies yeah. down in uh, Louisville just posted a thing today. Yeah. 56 plus. 5650 plus, yeah. plus, plus. Yeah. They're really? about 6600 bucks out yeah. the door. 6600 out the door for a W800 Kawasaki. And Cafe. I got to say, 2020. that's safe money. Fuel injected. Yeah, that's yeah. safe money. It's safe money. Great bike. Yeah. I don't care where you are or who you are. 6K for that bike is safe money. And they're yeah. selling my bike, the, yeah. the Z900R. Or, yeah, Zena RS Cafe. Right. For $9,300 out the door. Wow. Wow. You know, uh, and I'll, I, that's a fantastic, fantastic bike. Your bike, that bike, it sounds so good now. You put that pipe pretty. on everything. It's beautiful. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's a beautiful fast. bike. It does everything you want it to, and it looks good. It's a straight up. Except it doesn't look good with you on it, but no, it looks better with me that. on I mean, it. That's obvious. It looks better with me on it. Yeah. Okay. It was lower with you riding it. It definitely well, that lower is true. It did lower the ride height just a little bit. All right. You know, I tried to do a burnout on the first season. I had a problem. I've got to practice that. I well, didn't the, have a problem. No, you didn't have any problem. <laughs> In fact, I didn't realize how much a burnout I did until I turned around, and I was like, oh, that's not You good. smoked out the region? Yeah. yeah Old grumpy sir guy was like, tip, 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 tip. Yeah, he was tip, not tip, happy. Tip, tip. Because you smoked him out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The entire brewery. Were you on the Versys? No, I was on. Oh, the, you were on the RS. Yeah. So you were on your. your I fucking missed it because I was in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> the Versys doesn't want to do a good burnout. I got to He was hopping the it just wants to do a wheelie, so you're like. Now I will tell you this from personal like, experience. I, I gotta get like more on the front or something. Okay, the Versys falls into the Jack Russell Terrier category of motorcycles. The Versus only wants to do things that are playful. It wants to wheelie. Yeah. It wants to scamper. It definitely wants to do wheelie. Right. It loves wheelies. Okay. Try to do a burnout. It wants to do wheelie. But bikes that love bikes that love wheelies don't like burnouts. So well, there is a technique. I'll give him the credit, though. Like yeah. When we hit it on 10, yeah. I hit a lot of speed. I don't know what I hit. <laughs> but, I mean, I was up above 150. You had gone plaid. Yeah, yeah. Like, with the ECU mod, that fucker is fast. Yeah. But, John, dude, your bike was at least 120-something. Like, you were up there, man. It was good. 
I like when we were doing getting on to the on ramp and we were three wide. Oh, yeah. You were on the inside. Dan was in the middle, and I came around the outside. I was like, "I'm out of here." Oh, you were passing on the outside on an on ramp. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you yes. ride, if you're riding with these guys, make sure you hold your line. Yeah. Just hold your line. I hold my line. I don't. I don't wiggle. I don't. There's do a rule. You, you so, know, see me where I'm at. I will be there. Okay. Here's the rule. <laughs> if you guys ride motorcycles. And you're like, oh, that guy came up behind me and fucked me up. Nope, 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 nope. Hold your line. The you rule moved. is this. Yeah. You just fucking hold your fucking line. No spaghetti. There is The rule is, if you're in the front and the guy trying to pass you explodes and dies in a fiery crash, it is not your fault. As long as you were holding your line. Now, if you deviate from your line to chop his wheel or do some horrible fucking dastardly do right shit then you're a dick then you're a dick and everyone knows you're a dick but if you're in the lead position hold your line and if you're in the number two position hold your line if you know there's a third rider or a fourth rider or a 17th rider hold your fucking line because there's a solid rule in there and that is hold your fucking line and if you're gonna pass somebody hold your line create a new line and commit to it staggered yeah, just play the motherfucker. Like, look, I've passed all kinds of people on the inside. I've passed all kinds of people on the outside. And I've also had people pass me on the inside and give me a small heart attack at the wrong moment, at the wrong time, and make me put poo in my pants <laughs> because they were a better rider than I was. I don't think you passed Dan on the inside. You ended up passing Dan between me and Dan. Yeah, but I didn't move. I just went straight. <laughs> like, I went fucking straight. If you ain't no, rubbing, you ain't racing. That's right. I was straight. Yeah, I just right. saw. I just saw two motorcycles on both sides of me, and decided to be better off if I was ahead of both of them. Yes, and, and so that is I my consistent theory. <laughs> that is it. That you were coming the, around Dan, and I was trying to come around yeah. you. And I was like, this, no. And the best part was, is there were seventy-five cars in yeah. the same lane that weren't going to let us in. No, they weren't going to let so you in. I had to stop. I was like, we got in, and I'm like, oh, there's a car right here. I'm like, fuck. Uh, just remember, most I was 47 miles up the road. In thrust point. we trust. <laughs> yeah. That is it. The car bumped me in the ankle, and I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You win. Okay. I'm in front of you now. Fuck you. That, I mean, that has always been the thing. Like, it is purely in thrust we trust. Remember, as we talked about earlier, I drive a lot of small Japanese cars. And getting on the on-ramp from Clegg Road, where I get on, to Interstate 90. And that's perfect. That That's is fucking... It's the world's shortest on-ramp. It's perfect. It is though. a carrier launch. Oh, wait. That's the on-ramp we were on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was it. So from Clay Road on to 90 is the world's shortest launch ramp in Cleveland. Yeah. It is the world's shortest on-ramp, period. It's perfect. And when you're doing it in a 47-horsepower <laughs> car... No, there's never enough space. If you look, as soon as you get in the part of the curve where you can see the traffic behind you, you're already fucked. If you're not in third gear climbing horsepower, you're still fucked. Because if something is in the rearview mirror back in Toledo, it's going to get on you by the time you merge into traffic. And so doing that every day of my life, because that's where I live, Clay Road is my on-ramp. That's where I get on. That's the perfect on-ramp, though. It is a slingshot. It's a, it's a good, it's a good oh, leaning no. over. You lean over, and if you're not scraping metal by the time you catch third gear on that on-ramp, because Santa Cruz has the same thing. They have a decreasing radius set of ramps in Santa Cruz that will crash everybody's motorcycle getting off the freeway. I've done it. It's kind of surprising. But coming from where I live... Clegg Road is definitely, the on-ramp to Clegg Road is like, okay, you're merging with a freeway. 
in 73 feet. If you have not literally pulled up into the catapult trap and said, go, you're probably not going to make it because there will be 18 wheelers that you're going to have to fight for position with. And now 90% of the time when I'm driving something that's, you know, from 1995 in Japanese, I take my time. I do a lot of waving. I throw a shaka out every once in a while for people who understand the international symbol for, oops, I fucked up. And you let them go. But on a motorcycle, getting on at Clegg on a zero SRF is like a license to commit felonies. (laughs) I got on a freeway on the zero SRF. I looked over my shoulder. I saw where the cars were. And I went, I don't care. (laughs) And I just launched. I just twisted the loud throttle until I was going plaid. Yeah. And then when I was going plaid, I just ate the car in front of me and then just rode his bumper for six inches and then changed lanes. That's when you know 144 foot-pounds of torque <laughs> is better than 17. Oh, yeah. 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 144 foot-pounds of torque, good. My, 17 foot-pounds of torque, not, not good. good. My, my favorite part of Sunday on the Cleveland Moto uh, field trip, Sands. Sands, sands me. Sands, right. yeah, Phil and, and Austin. I had to stay home and service the doctor. Yeah, you did. Yeah. But um, so we're riding, and Dan was leading because we're going out to the bridge. If we need to go to a brewery, Dan I got a lead. Tuesday night thing going now because of you. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. But so we're, like, we're, we're heading they out do every Sunday, and we get to the we get to the the roads on um. Yeah, I'm working on that too. Um, Trust me, guys, it's a good thing. Yeah, but we're, we're we're going over those the the roads to Sandusky where it's water on both sides. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a big long. You know, it's a causeway, dude. Causeway, it's there the causeway go. or the so chaussee. As we come around a bunch of cars, we just see. A whole group of completely festooned sons of anarchy, cuts, rockers, <gasps> the whole fucking nine, like Harley guys, all, all right there, right? All, all <laughs> the pirates, all every everything that you'd want to make fun of about them, they did it, but times three. The like, pirates of Sandusky. Yeah, like they had the dot-approved headbands. They had yeah. whips hanging off shit. Oh, and yeah. The dilly bobbers tassels and every and tassels yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> so We were all on nice bikes, and Steve was on the trans help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, so we, we go, we're doing like 80, and they're doing like 50, right? So we go flying by, and I'm like, I'm giving them the, the sailor salute and all that stuff. And then what's Dan do? He slows down and pulls in front of all of them. And I'm like, fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, we're right in front of these assholes. Oh, shit. You became the parade leader? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> oh. <laughs> But it is pretty amazing the difference of like how those guys ride compared to normal motorcyclists. Okay, yeah. And I'm not dogging them. I mean, whatever. They're into it. They're doing their thing. But they have a different way of riding bikes, man. <laughs> it's just different. It's weird. I was making fun of the Transvestite, but it actually it holds its weight pretty well. I mean, the Transvestite is an amazing motorcycle. <laughs> there is nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be the first one to tell you. I have had a weird, the strangest boner for the Transalp. Since the day it came out, like, because that motor was wasted in a cruiser bike. That motor was completely fucking not at home in a cruiser bike. So if you but in a, in, in a dual sport bike, it's perfect. Well, we were doing little mini races between the, the Versys and the Trans Alp. Yeah. I was letting Steve win most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> the Versys is definitely faster. Oh, yeah, it should be. But the Trans Let me ask you something, though. Shits and if gets. If you took the low fender, converted it to high fender, yeah. and took some of the plastic off, would that be a post-op Trans Alp? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> a fully committed Trans Yeah. The, the Trans Alp 
the Transalp is that motor. So like that. I motor, thought a Transalp was a 750, but it, I no, didn't realize it's, it's only a 600. It's a 600. Yeah. It's three a valve. It's a three valve. It's a so three valve. VT600 motor. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shadow motor. So it's a shadow motor. I've been around my yeah. moon shadow. Moon <laughs> but, shadow moon but like shadow. your Versys is four valves mm. and is engineered to spin forever. The Transalp mm. was engineered to last forever. But he can. Well, so is John. Th- that motor in John's bike is You'll never kill it. You'll never kill for it. Being in cop bikes and all kinds of shit, never dying and doing no. whatever. A Ninja 650 is the AK 47 of the motorcycle world. Yeah, right. You can't like, kill you it. You just can't. Because they took the KLR 650 and they were like, okay, this has become boring. We need to make it more exciting. We should make it into a twin. And they went, well, if we make it into a twin, we can use it in sport bikes and all kinds of crazy crap. And so they did. So the. Crazy crap. Crazy crap. The, the, the Kawasaki 650 motor exists as a cruiser. It exists as a sport bike. It exists as a sport touring bike. It exists as, it's a dessert topping. It's a floor polish. It's all of those things. The, the Ninja 650 motor is kind of the universal motorcycle engine that does a lot of things really well. If we took you not knowing and put you on a motorcycle and said, okay, the next competition for the next 15 minutes is a wheelie contest. Go do wheelies. You'd go do wheelies. And they said, okay, the next 15 minutes is a hole shot contest. We want you to do hole shots. We just want you to get as fast as you can for 150 feet. You'd do it. And at the end of it all, you'd get a trophy that said you did the best of everything all combined. And you'd look down and you'd realize you were on a Versi 650. Because the fucking bike is perfect. It is not the best at anything, but it is goddamn great at everything. It's not the best, but it's great. And the KLR 650 used to be the same thing where we would say it's good at everything. So the KLR 60 was good at everything or okay at everything. The Versys is fucking great at everything, but it's not the best. But it's just great at everything. Fucking love it, man. It's a goddamn good motorcycle. I tried to buy a motorcycle today. Yeah. And I just found out I didn't. Uh-oh. <laughs> so 2006 Moto Guzzi Breva 1100. Yeah, don't. No, no, you're okay. 1800 bucks. Doesn't matter. Miles. Trust me. You did good. Really? Yeah. I thought I had the same motor as we'll talk later. We'll talk later. <laughs> we'll talk later. Really? It's okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll be okay. by my loader. Yeah, it's okay. Trust me. You'll be okay. Oh, you don't need you need a loader, me. Steve. Yeah. There's a there's a there's yeah. a trust me. You're okay. What's wrong with the Breva? Just trust me. Yep. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Sooner or later, you might need a part for that bike. Oh. It's not, find I thought it. the motor was all the same. I mean, like, I, I did the research. It seems like it was the motor same as California. That's not the part you're going to need. Oh. Okay. Any other part. Oh. <laughs> Any other part. <laughs> what year did you have your Aprilia Mana 850? Same as yours. 2015, 16, something like that. You probably can't get any. Parts they were orange, yep. right? Dude comes, dude, dude comes to my shop. He bought an Aprilia Mana 850 from me. Year of our Lord, 2015. Orange. GT. Got, got the cool bags. Yeah. Got the got the got all the cool bags. Got like the whole fucking GV rack of bags on it. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm gonna say. As far as automatic transmission motorcycles go, it's one of my absolute favorites. Can't beat it. Now, here's the thing. Steve and I know a thing or two about Italian motorcycles. Steve, right now, somebody shows up today with an Aprilia Mana 850. 
2,000 miles on it, runs perfectly, no failures, no questions, everything works. What's that bike worth to you? 2,500 bucks. Bingo. Exactly. You know what Kelly Blue Book is on that bike? 7,500 bucks. You know what it sold for originally? Goddamn near 13,000 bucks. Okay? But here's the thing. The bike has fucking no resale value. Because if one little part of that bike breaks, if the if the shim that holds the framostat to the Fetzer valve, okay. if that shim fails, you're fucked. Because you can't drive it. they don't you can't exist. Ride it. Yeah, exactly. They don't exist. I thought with like the, the parts that are interchangeable between bikes and stuff, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Okay. No, it's so, like the early. It's like the early. Um, Right. Futuras. Yeah. Like in the future, I, I, lo- <laughs> I, I love those bikes. They look really cool. Oh, And our, you see them on there. You see them for like dirt cheap. Our buddy Henry from the Motorcycles and Misfits. Henry is one of my favorite fucking people yeah, ever. Dude. That dude is fucking yeah. solid. And the day that I heard that Henry was buying a Futura, I sat there and I cried like a litter witnessing <laughs> Indian. I cried... <laughs> I cried one (laughs) fucking big tear like I was an Italian-American being cast as an Indian and was sad to see the end of my people. One giant Native American tear down my cheek. You were were Preganimo. I was Preganimo. When I heard that Henry had got a fucking Futura because not only is it it's an Aprilia, but it's an Aprilia for the Jet Set Club. It's an Aprilia for the Jetsons. It's an Aprilia for people that thought they knew what the future was going to look like. The wiring harness is made out of blonde pubic hair. <laughs> There's no wire on the bike thicker than 86 gauge. <laughs> no, seriously, it's... it's the entire motorcycle is a computer based on a computer based on another computer based on another computer. And if a guy in Italy loses his keys, they all stop working. Okay. <laughs> That's the way a Futura is. Oh, no. And the Mana 850 was all of that designed to be like daily driver. Mm. So it wasn't, though. It wasn't like a DeVille. It wasn't like a PC 800. It wasn't like all the bikes it was trying to be because it should have been. It had a frunk. Like, it had all the things that make it into being like, this is a cool commuter vehicle. The downside was when you... When it came time to replace your rollers and your variator, because you had a thing on the dashboard that said, you need to replace the rollers and your variator. So if you did that and you replace them and you put it back together again, you have a persistent warning light that says, hey, you still need to do that. Oh, because there's nothing to shut it off? And you said, no, no, wait, I did that. And I went into the computer and I told you that I did that. Like I broke, I jailbroke the computer and I, I got the code from my dealer who said, fuck you, go away from my dealership. Don't ever come back ever again as long as you have that motorcycle. I'm going to give you the code so you can service it yourself, you weird monkey. Get out of my shop. <laughs> and they give you the code and you go home and you say, look, I changed the variator rollers. I put a new belt on. Yeah. So now I want to reset the belt sensor so that it doesn't tell me every time I start the bike that I need to buy a new belt. And I don't have a giant red light flashing at me on the dashboard telling me I need to buy a new belt. The belt sensor is like a DC brush. The belt sensor is a sacrificial part. Oh. <gasps> Wait, you mean that when the belt wears out, you take this belt sensor that's a part of the bike. It has a part number and you take that and you throw that as far as you can throw it and you buy a new one and you put it in. Except for? 
Nobody has belt sensors. Right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So I hope you like did the look. Issue, did they issue a little like round piece of black tape to cover the fucking <laughs> warning light? Yeah. yeah so, there you go. So if you have yeah. a hard on, yeah, for a man eight fifty, yeah, yeah, buy an NC seven fifty X. Yeah, yeah, that that'll work. As my and buddy Bruce is going to do. Yeah, and that's and now, exactly right. Unfortunately, the yeah. trunk opens in the wrong direction. It does open the wrong way because <laughs> you can't steer. So with the mana, you can open the trunk and still steer. Right. But with the mana, you can like open this. it. Yeah, with the mana, you can open you it while like, you're driving. Yeah, because you can put all your like right. your lunch yeah. in a mana. And yeah. just you can like reach, <laughs> like you can literally you have a five course meal <laughs> yeah. and eat it out of the mana, and it's yeah. no problem at and all. The, the mana was the mana was the smartest bike ever because the mana was like, imagine you would right, right. in a world <laughs> where you'd like to have lunch at 96 miles an hour without stopping. The Aprilia Mana. Reach up, grab the key, push it straight in, turn it to the left. The motor keeps running, but the frunk opens. But the frunk is aerodynamically designed to not rip your face off when it opens. Right. Dude, it looks exactly like the fucking Moto Guzzi, too, yeah. except for with, the, you know, obviously yeah. not a sideways. Well, it's not a Breva. Right. Well, right. It, was the, it's, it was so smart. It's still a V twin, yeah. When you, when yeah. you didn't have Easy yeah. Pass, yep. you could have your money sitting yeah. there for the yep. tolls. Yep. You just popped it open, yep. you'd give me your money. You could reach you into have... the man of Frunk and grab a beer and drink the beer and put the can back in the Frunk no and close the Frunk. know that it's not a gas tank. And they're not going to know. I love my GV tank lock bag. Yep. That is such uh, that, It's brilliant. It's beautiful. But it's in the other motorcycles, the Honda, when you open the frunk, 90 mile an hour wind pressure oh, rips bad. the frunk into your face, yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, but but the Mana had a lot of amazing features, but if you if you bought a Mana and you owned a Mana, which Steve has. Amanda Hug and Kiss? Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> right. So, right. It's the I, I love the Amanda bike, but I saw the I saw, he saw the, the writing on the wall. I saw yeah. its future. He saw the writing on the wall. That it he was... got away from it. Like uh, marrying, yep, a Kardashian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pretty impressed. I was going to say it like an Italian. But I, was, I, was, I was, pretty impressed. And just like it, because it's an Italian. And just bike. like a Kardashian, yeah. you did the wise move. You got in, and, and you, you got the out. fuck out. Yeah, that's it. I was yeah. impressed that you were able to fit a flashlight into that GV bag that you mount on your tank. That was fucking. That's a nice modification, right? You're there. fucking right. It is. I know. Metal fresh. <laughs> stick with the twirly mustache thing. It wasn't I'm working on it. Ride that out. That's a good plan. I like it. I like it. Do that. Light. A flesh pen light. <laughs> a flesh pen light. Nice. All right. So uh, because we love our friends and neighbors and myself that ride Harley Davidsons, we do want to give them the utmost respect and the decisions they've made in the United States and the way they steer the market into good decisions and great marketing opportunities. It's all good. We appreciate the shit out of that. Uh, what's interesting, though, is that in Sturgis, South Dakota, uh, the home of the largest gathering of pirate enthusiasts and Harley-Davidson riders um, in the history of ever, South Dakota has had a 493% increase in COVID mm-hmm. two weeks after Sturgis. <laughs> Look, we used to make this joke when I was a kid about Myrtle Beach having like a 700% increase in chlamydia and <laughs> babies given to adoption like after after Myrtle Beach like like that was when I was a kid growing up we all just were like yeah we're going to Myrtle Beach sure why not I haven't had chlamydia this year and then AIDS <laughs> happened and that turned that all the way down cuz then it wasn't just like chlamydia and getting a shot then it was like AIDS and then you had to like sing George Michael songs right dude because, yeah 
I have had the one George Michael song. What is it? A careless whisper. Careless oh, whisper yeah. stuck in my head for like three weeks because of Mid Ohio. Oh. Because the captain launches. Oh, oh shit! So what right. you don't know is that every year at Mid Ohio, Kurt Edwards informed me of this because Kurt is a very smart man who brings us donuts. I believe that Kurt yes. told me that the rule at the Louisville corner, the Kentucky corner. The rule is that they launch the ceremonies every night by playing Careless Whisper oh, yeah. at uh-huh. 126 decibels. Mm-hmm. I told, I'm like, I want to totally like flamenco. I want to get a, a classical guitar so I can do like. Oscar and I are going to work on the sax solo. Yeah. For the beginning of the goddamn thing. Let's fucking do it. We are both saxophonists. Yeah. Like, are you a saxophonist too? Oh my God. Holy shit. I see three saxophones in our future. Stat. I want I want baritone sax. Fuck so. you, that's expensive. I'm on vocals. Oh, yeah. I've got an alto right now. I'll I'm looking for a tenor. I'll do the George I have, Michael. I have two. I have two tenors and two altos. What right what? now? Yeah. In your world. Yeah. Okay, so I, in case you didn't know this, the exchange rate for saxophones is it's three altos is equal to one tenor. I should have known better than a <laughs> and cheetah six friend. altos is worth one baritone, and two tenors is worth one baritone. That's the exchange rate. For saxophones. Wait, what's a baritone saxophone on Gov Deals right now for like 20 bucks? <gasps> what? You should get that. Yeah. Because I'll learn E flat if it and, means and baritone. Three baritones? You, you don't get, need you an E flat. Uh, altos are an E flat. The altos are E flat. I'm, ba- I'm tenor are, B flat. Oh, B flat. Tenors are yeah, B flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, altos are. And then e what's a E flat side? Soprano. No, soprano. Soprano's B flat. Soprano's B flat. So soprano's the same as tenor, and baritone's the same as alto. Alto, exactly. Right. I can key change if I have to, but but you've got two tenors and two altos. We're in. That's it. We're getting the band back together. All right. Everybody, work on your armor shirt. I used to play in a Blues Brothers band. We're gonna buy reeds. I'll work on the whole fucking solo. Fair enough. Next year at Mid Ohio, you do the solo. I'm gonna do vocals and uh, rhythm. Right. Okay. You gotta do the solo. Well, we will. We will do the. We will do the saxophone solo because I'm absolutely certain with an alto, a tenor, and another tenor. Oh yeah. Because I've already played it a handful of times. Yeah. For my family. On your, on a saxophone. Guitar. Oh no. Mm. Yeah. All right. So. So, so I have a uh, another gov deal. St- Okay. Steve is Wait, fucking we gotta, look, constantly Steve, on the gov Steve, deals. Your mission is to buy the baritone. Okay. Well, well, how are you getting in gov deals musical instruments? They have everything. Really? They have everything. Really? They have everything. It's, it's actually a palette of instruments. And on that palette of instruments, is and baritone. There's, like, there's a baritone. Yeah, right. I think there's a, a the rest of them. Oh. And a, um, I want to say, uh, your mission, Not should you choose to accept it. Uh, Chuck Mangione play. Flugelhorn? Flugelhorn. Flugelhorn. Your oh, mission, yeah, should you choose to accept it, is to make sure you buy that skid. There's and three, I'll pay to ship it. There's three of them out there. There's three skids of different instruments. Like Some have a couple. Tr- I want a trombone. Okay. I'm I actually looking for a trombone. I got a trombone yeah. in my attic. A rusty <laughs> trombone. I love trombones. Yeah. I don't know okay. why. I just right. love trombones. Yeah. But um, you've got a tromboner. My problem is I can't do bass clef, so I try. I got a trombone, but I couldn't. I can't read bass clef. Like my brain doesn't do bass clef. You know, I only do treble clef. All you have to do is go womp womp womp, and that's it. Womp 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 womp. For all the stuff, yeah. Like, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so like, 
I, I like perusing gov deals anyway, but buy that skid. The Cleveland Moto Band's gonna be awesome. The Cleveland Moto Band is gonna be fantastic. Yeah. We're getting the band back together. You know what? Woo! What I think is we need to have a, a a walking band that delivers whiskey. I've always wanted a French we're horn. It, we're gonna give something uh, back to the community. I was a French horn. French horn. horn. French horn. Oh, no, don't ever, dude. don't ever trust a brass instrument that requires strings. Look, strings are strings. It looks like you're it, falling into the percussion, Dan. If you have a brass instrument I can play that requires bass. strings, the deaf guy plays you percussion. Are in dangerous waters, my friend, because a French horn is a brass instrument, mm-hmm. but it requires strings to operate the valves. It's a dangerous it's a rotary because they're rotary. Yes, well, it's a man. dangerous place to be. Careful, man. Careful. So yeah. I, I played flugabone, euphonium, and tuba. You that played that? sousaphone. You played tuba. Yes. Then we got to sue. We got to get the sousaphone. We got to get the sousaphone. We got to get the Cleveland Moto um, uh, little thing that goes over the horn. This is worse. This is worse failure of delivered idea than backcountry discovery route. Like the marching band. Like we are famous for coming up with like we're gonna do this and then we don't do that exactly. This shit is not getting off the ground. But what I will say is, this is a fucking lead balloon. I am. <laughs> I am 11% of a person who knows how to play saxophone. Like, I'm 11, like, I speak 26% German. Mm-hmm. I play saxophone about 11%. Okay. Oscar was in a straight-up legit band, so I got to figure he's at mm-hmm. least 25%. That's I, enough to get us I feel like I'm night. 25% guitar. No, I think you might be 40% guitar. Okay. Thank Maybe fifty percent. I'm yeah. like forty point three percent. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Thank right. You so right. Much. I can yeah. play bass guitar too. Yeah. All right. All right. But I'm going to get an acoustic. But if bass. you can march a baritone, I have my niece, bass guitars. Or my I had to play yeah. baritone. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you played tenor sax, then you yeah. know that. Yeah. You had to play. If you, they didn't have a baritone part, you you ended up playing the baritone part and like yeah. Like symphonic wind ensemble. Absolutely. You'd have to play the baritone part. Right. Because there's no baritones because your school couldn't afford to buy one. So (laughs) that shit's expensive. What we got to do. My favorite thing of being in marching band playing tuba. Yeah. Was in the stone by the thing. So it's like, won't. Yeah. Oh, cadences, marching cadences are all the oh, shit. Oh, that yeah, was so yeah. good, dude. One the of the best things ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, marching cadences is yeah. Plus, great. it makes yeah. it a moving target. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, I got suspended. That's like, why like, so many militaries. If you're a marching band, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you the honest truth. I'm a guy who's played reeds my whole life. Get the fucking reeds out of the marching band. Reeds don't carry. You need brass. Yeah. You got to have brass. Yeah. Brass carries. Horns carry. Reeds is just mental masturbation. It's out there on the field. It's like you can't hear a fucking clarinet for shit. range, you can't play them because yeah. you fuck your pads up. I, uh, I got suspended. <laughs> fuck your pads up. Do you ever try to march like a swing band with a reed instrument? It's like having a live snake biting your mouth all the time. <laughs> it is for real yeah. true. And You're like, okay. You switch to a plastic reed. Also, now that's some Fisher Price bullshit. Yeah, I try to. Yeah, that's, that no, doesn't work. work. No, they suck, but they yeah. don't. They, they don't split. Yeah. The yeah. cool part about brass instruments, though, is like I got suspended for this, but have many weeks of not finding out about it until I did, and then I got suspended. But when it's really cold outside, you can yeah. start a fire in the bell. Oh, and nobody sees it. So get out of here! There's a fire burning right bullshit. there. Bullshit! Oh no! Yeah, really? Oh yeah! Oh and my then, god! And then when you needed to go. <laughs> <laughs> it just blows out the fire and you're fine. You're good to go. Okay, Jesus. guys, we're we all had the this band mystery. camp episode. We've all had this mystery of how many people were at Mid Ohio. We don't know the numbers aren't oh. in yet, but the South Dakota Transportation 
Department. South Dakota? South Dakota. Okay. They counted a total of vehicles around Sturgis during the rally. They set, up, they set up devices to count how many vehicles were around Sturgis during the rally. Now, this is an interesting thing because we've kind of always wondered how many people actually went to Sturgis. Mm-hmm. We've never... 4.7% less than last year. Well, it's actually quite a bit higher. So... How many vehicles do you think the South Dakota Department of Transportation counted at the rally during the rally? 400,000. 525,000 vehicles around Sturgis during the rally. Yes, that marks a high point in attendance during the course of the event's history. So this is what's interesting is that two weeks before the 2021 rally, Meade County had 20 reported cases of COVID. As of August 25th, That number is up to 330 fucking (laughs) cases of COVID. It's astronomical. I know that we were talking about, like, we love our friends, the misfits. And Liza was saying, like, last year during 2020's COVID, Liza was like, I want the numbers. I want to know how many people went to COVID and then brought home a T-shirt. Oh, Sturgis, you mean. Thank you. They went to, did I say they went to COVID? COVID, Yeah. 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 Same thing. Yeah. Okay. So they went to COVID. Same thing. They came back with a T-shirt, a mug. And COVID. And COVID. With the shirt that said, all I got was COVID from. Cause Thank that, you. Because it was like the right. joke. That was the joke. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, they did. But nobody had any so, data because they, they weren't the in the capturing data. But it turns out this year. <laughs> they had a little bite in us. It turns out the number of cases that did not leave South. Remember, the most people that go to the Sturgis aren't. South Dakota residents. No. Because I checked. There are well, not that many residents in South Dakota. It's like there's nine people that live in South Dakota. But here's the weird yeah. part. So, like, like you think about mid-Ohio, right? Yeah. COVID was still around during mid-Ohio. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think the crowd was mixed enough with enough people that had some of the precautions and stuff like that. Right. They kind of kept it low. No, but, no. There was, did you see it, mid-Ohio? Did you, like, the one, when you go into the campsite, like, the third row over, the dudes had set up this really, like, uh, kind of a methy-looking motorhome. Okay. Kind of like a yeah, a little bit of a Walter White looking motorhome, sure, sure. but it said. But aren't they all? But it said one hundred percent guaranteed Pfizer makeout booth. Oh. oh yeah, I went in there. I got a quick update. I was good to go for the whole weekend. I made out with a dude who had like at least a second <laughs> Pfizer shot. I was good to go, man. We were yeah, good. Is that J Town? Yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> come down to J Town, yeah. baby. It's but you're right. Good. There's it's a different vibe between Vintage yeah, Days and yeah. yeah. There's a different vibe between Vintage Days and Sturgis. Obviously, yeah, I mean, like yeah. a lot of the people. Like yeah. I think when you see like a lot of the pu- like you know what I was thinking about today. Yeah, I was driving home from work. Yeah. I was thinking that there's a refrigerator over at J-Town up in, well, actually up at Esville. Yeah. It's full of cold beers. You got that <gasps> beer cooler up there, and it's sitting there fucking with all those beers in them. Right. It's a Corona. Corona. Very many left. Oh. Oh, you've been hanging out there? No. We've been drinking them when we're up there. I've replenished. Oh. So I took all of our leftover stock from the past couple of events, repopulated our college fridge here. Repopulated. Oh, no, the college fridge is looking great. When you look in the college fridge, you're going to be like, God damn, somebody with an artistic sense of purpose laid out our college fridge because our college fridge looks beautiful. I'm trying to have a. Well, I I brought a bunch of stuff in. I brought a bunch of stuff in from mid Ohio. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, and I see you've got some stuff, and you've got a bunch of like white claws and stuff. <laughs> okay, so you've got seltzers. I mean, yeah, Scott Brewing Company. Yeah, I'll make a call. We'll I'm get sponsored to plan by Scott. Yeah. I'm trying to plan a September ripper though out at the compound, like maybe late September. That's a good idea. If it cools off a little bit, this weather sucks. But if it yeah, cools yeah. off, I, I called. I 
I text my niece. She's 30 years old. She's whatever. But her right. friends, and they all like to have a good time. And Ashley's oh, wait, a bartender at... Like uh, Choctaw Bingo? No, Ashley's a bartender at uh, for Versace. At, oh, really? Uh, yeah. At Versace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. I'm like, we should have like a nice little ripper. I agree. Yeah. We should do a September special, like a late September uh, Oktoberfest, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I could go for a good Oktoberfest, by the way. Oh, wait, aren't we going to Speculator New York in September for Americade? The 21st. The 21st. Okay. Is just, okay. Hey, uh, so this weekend coming up, nobody's going to, because the podcast won't drop by then, but it is a very interesting thing because part of the weekend's events of our Mods versus Rockers, Cleveland, Ohio, Skidmark Garage and Go Moto, yeah. that's happening this weekend. But sun, Saturday, 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 there's the German Festival at the Sachsenheim. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So the German Summer Festival. So Ooh. if you have not been to the Summer Festival at the Sachsenheim, you should fucking go. I I think I'm more excited about that. That All right, there. That is Saturday all day. Like, I'm surprised we're not doing that now. You can uh, get schnitzled. Can we talk about uh, mods versus rockers for a second? We can. (laughs) Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, like, I appreciate all the effort that people might. Obviously, as you know, as you've hosted it. I've done it many times. It's it's a lot of work. I have been the host of Mods versus Rockers a number of times. So let me ask you before we get into my my little, not complaint, but just talking point. Yep, 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 yep. In your definition, yep, what yep, makes yep, a yep, good yep, mod yep, versus yep. rockers ride or day? Like, what is what is what is the if if Phil was running this with a help of a bunch of people, what would your right. schedule of events? Be? So the first thing that I have historically gone back to, and you guys have all done it, is when we do mods versus rockers, we sometimes will do the mods start at one location and the rockers start at another location. Yeah. Right. And As, so that's always been a traditional thing: is where where the mods, the scooters, start at one spot, and the motorcycles rockers start at another spot mm-hmm. and they each launch it give or take the same time yeah, sure. and then the magic of the event is that we meet up <laughs> for the rumble for the rumble yeah. right. so we somehow managed and i don't know how we've done it but we pulled this shit off for like 13 years in a row i really think the best ones were the original ones yep. at yeah at uh spitfire spitfire yep oh yeah yep. so somehow we pull this shit Warren off tavern yep Warren tavern too i don't know how we did it but we did it and we did it many times is we would leave the scooters at point A and the motorcycles at point B, and each group would go off on their separate fucking bullshit, you know, 45-minute to two-and-a-half-hour ride, because I like long rides. And we'd go off on these bullshit long rides, and we would meet up at the same place at the same time, somehow magically. And it would be awesome, because the scooters would fold in and the motorcycles would fold in, and it'd just be a cool thing. And a party would ensue. Constantly. Right. We'd usually shut the street down. So, how many museums were involved in that? Not usually a museum. <laughs> okay. So, it's yeah. usually Wait, not a museum kind of thing. Museums involved in this yeah, bullshit. So, so, they're, they're, so, yeah, here's, yeah, here's, yeah. so I'm not, I, I don't want to be a dick, and I don't want to be rude, and anything like that, but I was really looking for it. I actually fucking, me and my wife got things to look Rocky-ish. <laughs> fucking thing. Like, here's I, where it misses the mark. Well, hold on. So, listen. So, I spent time on this. Like, I was like... We are going to be fucking rockers this year. We're right. going like fucking. I got your boots I'm wearing with the fucking pants. I got the jacket, the whole fucking thing. She's got a jacket. We're doing it. And then I find out it's like, okay, meet at Skidmark. Okay, I like Skidmark. Right? 11 o'clock, man. Let's, let's meet at Skidmark. Let's do it. Yeah. Yep. Then we're going to take a leisurely 14 second ride over to this museum. And then we're doing the a Crawford Auto Museum, which is a great museum. I like yes, it. Yes, it is. Okay, are they I going love to Crawford? It. Yes. I love it. It's a great museum. Wonderful yeah. exhibits, everything. And oh, yeah. the exhi- except the exhibit. 
is all American motorcycles. American motorcycles. Ocho British yep. motorcycles or yep. scooters. Right. Right. It's yeah. an exhibit, and, and, and I, yeah. it's going to be. I want to go there. Fuck yeah! But not, but it's not, not in the middle of like we have limited amount of riding days and time in, in Ohio, and the last thing I want to do is be inside at a museum on right. a beautiful fucking sunny day when you should be out enjoying okay. your fucking oh, motors. And guess what? You're not getting in for free. Oh no, you got to pay to get in the fucking just, museum. It's a twenty dollars. It's fifteen fucking, bucks. Fifteen bucks, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You're yeah. just going there as an, and you're going to see the exhibit. And, and it's a two and, and a half hour scavenger hunt inside a museum. Oh really? With all the other people, so okay. now you're in. A, you know, you're midst of a couple hundred people inside of a museum. Right. Like slapping COVID on each other and enjoying. <laughs> the and then at four you leave, and then you go on a ride. Right. At four from somewhere. And then you meet somewhere else, and then you party at six thirty. Yeah, there was it a didn't bunch seem of, like there was a lot of riding. Is what it was well, a little yeah, bit of a concern yeah. to me. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. Um, my my jam my jam is this. Um, first of all, the guys at Skidmark love those guys. Work their balls off yeah, all the dude. time. Solid and dude. Every single person, Brian and Nancy, his aunt, called me this year and got things sorted out for our sponsorship. They do kill it. Like yeah. everything they did at Mid Ohio, fucking amazing. And what's happening right now is I know Skidmark's changing venues. So Skidmark has historically been in this building that we're familiar with, and now they're moving into something better. And I think what's happened is the event this year has happened to fall right in the middle of we are no longer at address A and we're no longer we're not really officially at address B yet. So I think that's the problem. The problem is they're tween. Yes. And you guys remember that the fuel show, the fuel show in Cleveland, which is sort of like a a version of the one show in Portland. It's a motorcycle festival. It's like motorcycle and art and everything else. And, and the fuel show in Cleveland is what we have that is comparable to the one show in Portland. Right. And that has historically in the past few years happened at Skidmark garage because there's art space. There's room for us to fuck around and do burnout contests and well, wheelie they even shit. Got the, what of the warehouse next door? Fuck. Yeah, yeah they like did. They did all like they, and uh, honestly, anything you wanted to do, Brian and his crew at Skidmark, had done such a good job of making it a safe place to act like an asshole yeah. and light your bike on fire. Game on. Yeah, right. So I think that this year, because of Mods versus Rockers, I honestly say pulling in that history of the American motorcycle thing is really smart. But I do know that they've got some challenges between their location at Old Skidmark and New Skidmark. So I'm just saying, yeah. we're in Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. It's nice outside. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is be inside on a day that's that nice. I get outside. it, but missing well, I'm cool that, if it's air conditioned. It is air conditioned, right? And the museum is legit. So for me, I'm probably I'm going to show up. I'm going to do my thing. I will go and I'll do the museum, and then I'll go to the after, 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 and after parties. I'll go to all the after parties. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. yeah, because that's what we do. The last uh, time they had that that ride last year, that vintage yeah. bike ride. Yep. Yeah. I. Nick and I were the only ones that were no, on vintage bikes. No, you're the only bikes. ones on vintage bikes, yeah. yeah. Because I, I felt really, like, weird because... Yeah. Last year was challenging. Fuck it. This year, I'm riding my fucking Lambretta. So, you know, take what you will. I'm showing up on my Lambretta. I don't have the scooter anymore. Oh, you don't? I sold my Vespa. So I'm going to either show up on my GS, my Vespa, or I'm going to show up on my Lambretta. But, like, I feel like at this point, I have to represent the mod side of the contingent because there's precious few of the goddamn scooters around. Right, right. So I'm going to do that. I should talk to James and buy a Lambretta. I've always yeah. wanted one so bad. You could handle Lambretta. Most people can't. Yeah. yeah, I know all about a Lambretta. Yep, most people can't handle Lambretta. Lambretta is one of those things you talked about, like, you know, marrying an Italian woman. 
a Lambretta is like marrying a stripper who already has a meth problem. The Lambrettas, like, they actually run really good. When they run, they run great. You have to accept it. You're going to have to yep. rebuild it all yep. the way down, tear it yep. down to the crank. Yep. You're going to have to spend. Back up. You're going to have to spend your life with a Lambretta, making certain decisions. Hey, speaking of fucking podcasts and scooters, <laughs> okay, raise your hand if you know who our friend Jeff Corsaro is. Oh, I, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> okay, raise your hand if you know who Robot is. Yes. Oh, wait a second. The numbers changed. Wait a second. So you and I know who Jeff is. Yep. But then the numbers doubled. A hundred percent more people know who Robot is. Right. And that's because uh, Motorsport Scooters, Scooter West in San Diego, has been doing a collection of amazing videos. No shit, legit amazing videos. If you want to know the difference between I think I would like to own a scooter and I'm a internet, what's the term? A YouTube certified <laughs> master technician. Um, if you want to know the difference, you have to watch Robot's videos. Mm -hmm. So Robot is our friend that we've known for way too long. In fact, we knew him before he was called Robot. Um, and he's an amazing human being. Like, he's one of the people that we agree that spending time with him is time well spent. And I, I, I know his family. They're, they're all just beautiful people. Like, everything around that guy is positive, good energy. And... If you have friends that also know him like we do, we all kind of have that same sort of, there's a lot of love in the room when that happens. Well, Robot did one of his videos, and they have 93 billion subscribers to the Scooter West Motorsport Scooters YouTube channel. And they listed their top three motorcycle podcasts. Hey, guys. Couldn't let you know. Number two podcast, according to Robot. Cleveland Moto Podcast. Fuck you, Robot. Fuck yeah, Robot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, really? Yeah. We're not number one. No, we're not number one. He what fucked us. <laughs> Somebody else. <laughs> hey, you know Shit. what? No, more importantly, was it Misfits or no? No. No. Oh, yeah, fucking A. <laughs> no, not even number three. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even on the list. They weren't even on the list. Okay, well, then we're so fucking So Robot gave his top three motorcycle scooter podcast, <laughs> which is funny because Okay, Oscar, break it down for us. Okay. Oscar, his list, his criteria was that they were scooter, scooter. podcasts. Yes, that's right. Okay, okay, fair enough. We do talk about scooters quite often. We do, but I mean, we don't talk about only scooters. No, that's so right. Some of you have talked about only scooters, but certainly anybody went number here, one. Does anybody sitting at this table not own a scooter? Not anymore. Oh, oh okay. you don't. You're without a scooter right now. Nah, You're zero scooters. <laughs> <laughs> There's the door, pal. <laughs> My Holy God. fuck. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, Holy fuck Why don't you go out there and whisper to a fucking Honda or something out there, you know? Yeah, the fuck, man? Yeah. Why you gotta bust up my Jesus mic, dude? Christ. Fuck you. Fuck your mic. God. Fuck the whole fucking thing. You'd think you could fucking have a buddy or something for solidarity. <laughs> well, I mean, Jesus it's on Christ. my list. I mean, shit, I'm just transitional here. If you're gonna oh, be so that fucking way. You're a temporarily embarrassed non-scooterist. Fucking guy came in and bought a bike and then saw my fucking scooter there and was like, I'll take that too. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck, take everything that has no title in my life and I'll be happy. I was, <laughs> I was pretty fucking happy that, in the closet a, now? that we came in second place 
on a list of the top three motor scooter podcasts right. by Robot. So Robot gave his list of the top three motor scooter podcasts, and we came in second place. And we were the funny ones. And we were legit. <laughs> and I like the way that... So Merritt watched the thing last night. So Merritt watched it last night. I was like, holy shit, Robot's... And I didn't. I hadn't seen it yet. So Robot's going to list his top three motorcycle po- motor scooter podcasts. And I hadn't seen it. So I'm like, I'm taking a chance. I'm throwing this shit up here. My wife who I care about, <laughs> my wife is going to watch something. And either I'm going to get smoked or I'm going to look pretty good. Yeah. But I'm about to show it to her straight on. Because Merritt doesn't watch any of our Motor Story shit. No? Like, she doesn't see any of our Motor Story shit until I show it to her. Okay. She has no idea what she's going to get hit with. She watches that shit fucking blind. She goes in <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> right? And she has no idea. Because... Look, you guys enjoy this shit, but she's married to me 24-7. Has she learned anything that she didn't know from some of them? All right, all right. So we watched that shit, and thank God Robot was like, my second pick is Cleveland Moto. It's a motorcycle podcast, but they talk about a lot of scooter stuff. I'm surprised you didn't say it was like a whiskey podcast that happens to talk about motorcycles now, occasionally. For for Oscar and I, we will tell you that Osc that Robot is not known for throwing a motherfucker under the no. bus. No. That's not his jam. Right. Like Robot will not unnecessarily fuck with you the way that John fucks with everybody here, the way that, right, right. Yeah, he didn't say anything about R-rated or anything. Right. Like he, he was did. like, no, they're just funny. Merritt straight up, Merritt was like, how did Robot not give a warning? <laughs> exactly. Because, I was thinking the exact okay, same thing yeah. when I was listening. I was like, oh shit, here it comes. Oh shit, he didn't say anything bad about us. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty stoked. I really thought, I mean, not, not that he was going to shit on us, but I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Because like we know his audience is not... He's honest. As honest can be. Honest yeah. can be. Robot's never yeah. told a lie as far as That's I know. Fair Ro- Robot is a straight-up human being that I love and cherish. But he should have warned people. Yeah. Like, Merritt said the same thing. I Merritt would. was like, <laughs> wait a second. Robot's audience of YouTube, yeah. like, Robot's YouTube audience is no shit ten times our audience. We've got 6,000, 7,000 subscribers. They've well, got 60,000 subscribers. Thank you, Robot. Right. So thank you indeed, Robot. But Robot didn't tell people, don't listen to this with the kids in the room. <laughs> exactly. Robot didn't say like... I'm pretty sure that's going to become self-evident real quick. Real fucking In the first five minutes of the right. podcast. <laughs> and so Merritt, was, Merritt said the same thing that you did. Merritt was like, holy shit, that was super cool that he did that. Yeah. Yep. Wait a second. He didn't give mm-hmm. the asterisk, the implied asterisk. That is, it's the Cleveland Moto podcast. They drink too much and they talk about a lot of what we talk in- about. Inappropriate. They, well, I've got an uncomfortable thing happening. That my daughter started listening to my podcast. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. And her friends. And they're 14. No way. No, no, no. no. They started on episode 151. <laughs> never, Chocolate thunder and white lightning. I'm never gonna mention 151. Except, I'm going to as soon as I see it. Except, I'm handing her a copy of it except, in every format. Episode, here we are on the podcast mentioning 151. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Piper, so she's going to listen to 151 Piper, and go back and listen to 151. Don't listen do to 151. Listen to episode <laughs> 151. Off his tra- personally transcribed it. He's given her the fucking transcription. There. Don't go in. Into the light, Sarah Ann. Don't, don't go into the light. Don't do it, Piper. <laughs> Please don't. Okay, look. You so, can listen to the podcast, but you might not like what you hear. 
Look, Piper, we have <laughs> we have all been around you as you've grown into the young woman that you are. Piper, we all as as a group, we Piper, we consider you to be part of the Cleveland Moto family. family. Yep. But that being said, don't listen to 150. <laughs> <laughs> and don't drink while you do it. Oh my oh, god. No. Oh. Don't smoke weed while you do it. And either. don't eat any chocolate desserts. <laughs> While you're doing uh, it. So yeah. she has some friends. Yeah. And her name is Piper. Yeah. And her other right. friend is Piper. Is Owen. <laughs> and her other friend is Talisa. And so they formed, they're going to have a band and they're going to call it Pot. <laughs> Piper, <laughs> Owen, and Talisa. Piper, Owen, and Talisa. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Yeah, I'm so glad it's go. not William, Andrew, Andrew, and Priscilla. I will sponsor this band. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Got some wet. <laughs> anyway, Piper, if you're listening, I love you, baby. Uh, we all love, yeah, Piper. We all love uh, Piper. Yeah, Piper is legit. Uh, we should all be thrilled to have young people in our life that are as cool as Piper is. So yeah. that's great. She's yeah. good. She just, just pulled the back when I was in bands. Um, do you remember the guy on 107.9 used to have, like, on Sunday night, he'd have local bands in and stuff, you know, whatever, like, at, at the big radio station? Back when it was back the ends. Yeah, right, It's the whatever. ends of the world as we know so it. So I was in this band called Fester at the time. It was, like, a punk rock kind of whatever. Uncle? Uh, yeah, it was, it was based off Uncle Fester. Whatever. Right. And, um, and so the guys, we all we got we got on there because I sent the guy a bunch of booze to the mail and it, you know, it was illegal. <laughs> So he called us and had us come down. Payola is only payola if you can prove it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, so I was having problems with my, at the time, current wife, now ex-wife. Ex-wife. So all the guys are on the radio and they're like, they're, they're saying shit that's going to make them look the cool. The soon so to be ex-Mrs. Cinch. They get pimp, you know, they get chicks right. and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I just like to shout out my, my wife's, you know, blah, 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 because I just love her and all that. Everybody in the band looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? You're not allowed to fucking try to make up with your wife during our one chance <laughs> <laughs> an interview on the radio. Like, oh, it was so embarrassing. Oops. When I heard it the other day, the next day, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, my God, I sounded like an idiot. Like, yeah, you oh, did. Oh, dude, that was so <laughs> terrible. That was a low point. Low, one of the many low points of my life. <laughs> so as, if, if people in the podcast don't know, um, I have a pink Vespa. If you look over there, there's mm -hmm. a Pepto pink. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the only way to describe it is it's a lot of pink. Yep. It's a Pepto pink Vespa. Upset stomach diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a Pepto pink Vespa in my shop that has 68 original miles. So it's a wow. 2010 Vespa with only 68 miles on the motherfucker. And so it's up on Facebook. I put it up on Facebook Marketplace I, just to fuck with people. I just was like, okay, we're going to take a Vespa that's in perfect shape, top case, crash bars, the whole deal. Going to throw it up on Facebook Marketplace just to just shake the tree right. and see what kind of monkeys come out of it. Like, we know that when you shake the tree, you get all kinds of weird shit. And so this happened. So what's funny is I had many people offering to trade me things for the pink Vespa. Really? Now, nobody has come up with $4,000 in American Freedom Units yet. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Xboxes. And I've got many offers of many things. <laughs> but so the one guy was like, I've got a 2019 Honda Super Cub. It's only got 700 miles on it, but my wife wants a step through. So, yes, you have my interest. Wait, Super Cub is a step through, isn't it? Last time I checked, it was. Thank you very much. There is the picture of the bike and the said wife. It's blue with the red seat with oh, 700 like it. miles. Because it comes with a wife? 
Well, I mean, hmm. yeah, I don't care. Whether the wife is cool, yeah. Honestly, whether or not the wife comes in the deal is less of my concern. <laughs> exactly. Right? Never been my concern ever. I'm in it for me. I've Good always been very up. concerned if the wife comes or not. Yep. <laughs> Only mine. <laughs> Only mine. Nobody else's wife matters. Mine matters because mine keeps me in the style I'm used to. So anyway, so he's like, well, but if that doesn't work, I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, the bike's still available. I'm willing to work something out. Shoot me a couple of pictures right on. You know, you show me yours. I'll show you mine. That kind of thing. So he sends me pictures of the bike. That's great. But he says, but he says, I also have a Vitpillion 401. Oh, I want that. The, he has the, vit, huh. the the Shitpillion. So there it is. It's a That's Shitpillion right. 401 with a Akropovich or Akropovich. You get that bike. And you you can give him the scooter, and I'll right. buy that for. Fun. All right. Well, then we'll see it's what happens. White. So anyway, it's white. It's I do white. want a buddy, by the way. Well, I, we can make John. We can make that happen. Look behind. I you. want that. I want the fucking Vitzmillion. <laughs> Vitzmillion. <laughs> I want the Shark Pillion. Yeah. I want the Shark Pillion. But anyway, so I'm going to work on this over the next few days. We'll see oh, what yeah, happens. Yeah, let yeah. me know. So we'll see what happens. Interesting. Uh, so he's got a, a shit pillion 401 because that also has under 1,000 miles. So in his garage right now, he's got a shit pillion uh, 401, and he's got a, uh, a, Honda, Cub. a Honda Cub in uh, hmm. the beautiful uh, blue and white. Yeah. So game on, man. See, it's actually, uh, what's that white is a really cool. C-fall, it's yeah. got C-f- like a slightly greenish. It's C-fall. white. Can you zoom in on his wife. <laughs> you, know, you know what that you color? Are a creepy, creepy dude. <laughs> you know what that color looks like? Put the your v- shirt back on. Do you remember when the, the new? Well, bugs, she looks good. I'm just saying. Do you remember she when the new bugs came Piper. out and they had VW Vapor? Yeah, it Vapor. Like, yeah, oh, Vapor. Yeah. yeah, Vapor was the color. Yeah. I painted my Honda CRX. He could be like honey. The guys on the podcast were checking you out. Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, there she is. There you go. Yeah, next to that fucking GTX. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, there you have it. That's white people problems. She's wearing a Moto Guzzi t-shirt. I was, I was just going to point that out. She's said. wearing a fucking lightly hacked up Moto Guzzi t-shirt. Yeah, that nice. means. Yeah, if she's wearing a Moto Guzzi t-shirt, that means I can take her from him. Yeah. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and she's got the sides cut to show a little side boob. I'm just going to let you know. I got a couple of bikes in my arsenal. It's not even like that. She's just, you know, is she fun or not? Does she, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. sensing just enough food. You're not helping yourself, John. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 what I'm seeing That's right here, I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing a Davida Puddin' yep. Bull helmet. Yep. So there's yep. a Davida Puddin' Bull helmet with a cock on it. So there's a Davida Puddin' Bull with a cock on it. She's wearing a Moto Guzzi shirt. There's, yeah. She's pictured in front of a fucking vintage GTX. Bouncing around the party. John, good John just wants to know if a snake bites him, will she take the venom out? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'd take one for Doc the team. says you're going to die, John. Doc says you're going to die. The, uh, so Any one of you here at the table, though, would take the venom out, right? What's that? <laughs> what? No? Dude, if make you... Make the patient right. comfortable. Right, make the patient comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's a new t-shirt. <laughs> Cleveland Moto, first aid. Step one, make the patient comfortable. No butt stuff. No butt stuff. No butt stuff. That's fucking hilarious. Hey, what, what, what showed up? Uh, that's an Uncle Nearest Sour. That's the Nearest Sour? Oh, God, that's good. Holy shit, that's good. Oh, God, that's good. What's oh. in that? What is it? What is it's it? Uncle Nearest and Sweet and Sour Mix, apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> what kind of sour mix do you use? Mrs. T's. Mrs. T's, right? Yeah, yeah. right. That's... I've had it up there for a while. Yeah. I've meant to bring it in so I could get down some of this brown bourbon that keeps fantastic brown <laughs> bourbon keeps coming in. <laughs> 
So now I'm finally using it. <laughs> so finally putting that Mrs. T's to a fucking job is making brown liquor go away. Yeah. Uncle Nearest and sweet and sour mix. How many fingers of uh, Uncle Nearest did you put in there? Wait, hold on. Let me smell it. Just the middle finger. <laughs> That's it. It's the minivan. Two the in the front, five in the back. Yeah, five in the rear. <laughs> oh, worst you podcast. You turn off that freaking phone. Worst podcast. Shut the fuck up. Ever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, because then I want to be able to have my ringer on tomorrow and I'll end up okay, not getting right, turned back right. on. Fair enough. And I think the people on podcast land can handle hearing that. They can a handle hearing that tone every fucking once in a while. Well, because you know, the misfits are they're back to being remote. So the misfits are back oh. to being, you know, Zoom. I can't wait to remote. Zoom. They're Zooming. I like the Zooms. You like the I Zoom? I hate the Zoom. I didn't have to be near any of you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be outside. I could sit out there in my garage. Oh, we could do outside. I was thinking about doing outside tonight. I could sit out there and smoke cigars and All bullshit. Right. And what about Shade Town? I think we could. I mean, look, not for nothing. That'd but be fine with me. Yeah. We're, we're okay with outside. I have no Sunday? problem with that. So just because we live in a weird world. I'm going to let you know that we have got some podcast viewers and listeners, and we've got some Patreon people. I'm going to let you know, if you send us messages, if you send us messages, we may not read them until it's way too late on the bad phone. So I think we should remind people the way it works. So if you sign up for Cleveland Moto on the Patreon thing, right, and you're at level one, which is like a buck a month, you get very little. You get very little. We're, we're thrilled you exist. Thank you're supporting. You very much. You're supporting us. That's great. hiring, Jen. Like we say. <laughs> oh, no. We like to say you're, you're identifying on the social register as a podcast listener. Right? You're identifying. Just trying to get ahead. Right. Just trying to get ahead. Right. Just trying to get ahead. Right. But at the higher levels, when you get into the higher levels, you will get access to our bat phone number. And the bat phone number is one of those one of those things that when you have the party line, you know, the party line access. Call Rand. Yeah, exactly. Oh, when you have the party line, you do get certain access. And that's one of those things that I, I would like to say. Occasionally when I pick up my phone and the bat phone has been illuminated, the bat phone has been activated, I look at my phone and it's funny as shit. <laughs> and sometimes it's... It, Five o'clock in the morning, because America is big and we have different time zones. Oh, and sometimes it's not. Uh, but anyway, so um, here's one of our friends who says, hold on, guys. In podcast number 337, you said about to shift the Hunter Cub, the, the CT-125, you said it's really hard to drop your heel to shift it. He says, hold on. It's the same as the Super Cub. Tilt the shifter a couple of teeth forwards on the shaft. It's easy to rock your foot and catch it with your heel. This, is, this will be a segue to a tech tip, but go ahead. Right. So he says that, and he says, you know, basically, shut up, Phil. You're an idiot. Just fucking take the bolt out of the fucking thing, pull the shaft off, rotate it a couple of teeth, mm -hmm. right. put it back on, and now your sissy fucking bullshit calves that, you know, clearly you skipped leg day. Is the Hunter Cub here? Yours? No, it's not. Okay. No, it's, it's in the warehouse. Because <clears throat> I'd like to take a look at it someday. <laughs> anyway, but he's like, just fucking move the goddamn, rotate the pedal on the shaft, and you can fix that shit. No questions asked, no money invested. Easier said than done sometimes. Right on. But then he comes back, and he does say, and this is what's awesome, is he comes back three days later after listening to the podcast and says, AK guy, AK guy, 
Oh. Chris Franklin. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Fits right in on the podcast. <laughs> he needs a nickname. So Chris Franklin, our our amazing generous benefactor, who's yeah. the reason why six sevenths of this podcast sounds amazing. No, we're using a good mic. Everybody has a good mic. Right, everybody's got a good mic. Right, everybody's got a good mic right now. So everybody's got a good mic. Thanks to Chris Franklin, but apparently Chris Franklin needs a nickname. To be fair. Oh, <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Chris Franklin needs a nickname, which is straight up. I mean, that's legit. Game on. Yeah. Uh, so, well done. I think he's got to cluck a couple more episodes, and then we'll see. I think so, too. I think... I'm I, pushing for... Well, no, because it's too much like robot. I was going to say Mr. Robot, because he's got, like, you know, the mm, whole IT... Yeah, he's got of, an IT thing going on. And yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. That there's, there's something to be said for that IT background. He's the Matrix. What's what's the... He's, he's Neo. an enigma wrapped in a riddle. He's no. Neo. <laughs> the Linux. The Linux. He might, oh, be, yeah, he's he might be Orpheus. Yeah, she, is a, she does run Linux. <laughs> he too. does, yeah. Not Morpheus. Orpheus. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Orpheus. Orpheus. Orpheus might be the one. That's Orpheus. I like Orpheus. Orpheus it is. I like Orpheus. Chris Franklin, congratulations. Sorry, Chris. Your new Delta Tonkai nickname is now Flounder. I mean Orpheus. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Oh, no. oh, that's fucking great. That's pretty good, isn't it? I'm a little jealous. I kind of like it. <laughs> well, your new nickname should be the Diddler. The Diddler. You're always Diddler. grabbing people. I so I went in today. I don't know if you guys know this, but I had a fucking root canal today. Yeah, and, and you're talking surprisingly well. We were all rooting for you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, through all my various different canals. Uh, so I got a root canal today. I've been having a bit of a problem. And anyway, stars. so I go in three stars, right? <laughs> so I go into a root canal today and I go in and what people don't know is that Mrs. Mecklefresh is uh, well known in the dental community in Cleveland. Well, that's because she can take her teeth out, right? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you thought the Hummer was just a military vehicle. You were wrong, my friend. But anyway, so I go in and uh, so this guy, Bob's digging around in my mouth. Oh, Bob. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, they molested a, me on a motorcycle ride one time. What? Yeah. Did you have instruments in your mouth? I had all of Bob's fists <laughs> all of in my mouth. So I, I apparently yesterday I tried to eat Bob's hands. Uh, I tried to eat Bob, but just his hands first. I figured if I get his hands in, I could eat a whole Bob. Right. So, but anyway, I'm in there, and, and he's like, "Oh," and he's like having a conversation. You know, those conversations that people have with you when they shouldn't be having a conversation, like when they're checking your prostate. Just one sided. It's like going to the movie theater. There's no conversation you can have on that date. <laughs> Look, you've been to strip clubs with me in Portland. Yeah. The only conversation I want to have is, "Shut up, get naked, scratch my back from the front, naked." That's the conversation. Do it. Shut up, get naked, scratch my back from the front naked. Mm -hmm. It all makes sense. Trust me. Work it out on your own time. And if your name's Maggie, bonus points. Boner points. <laughs> and if you let me build little paper airplanes and throw them at you like Godzilla. Double boner points. We're all there. The <laughs> best night ever. I'm, a, I'm sorry. That was the best lunch ever. You had me at steak dinner. <laughs> yes, exactly. But there's a point to it. Flogging Maggie. Flogging Maggie. Flogging Maggie. Yes, perfect. That's a t-shirt. Flogging Maggie. So anyway, Maggie, if you're listening in Portland, you should find better things to do with your time than listen to this podcast. But, but so Bob knew. But you see, we all call John, John. 
Yeah. But other people call John Opie. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I tend to have it's a... So, it's so appropriate. <laughs> I tend to have... What, what, so what people don't know is, like, we know in our, our world, and Oscar and I, in our world, we know I that... I tried to shed that... Yeah. Everybody else needs to. You will fucking call me John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in tomorrow and changing your label. <laughs> okay, so in the world, right? So in the world, Oscar and I, Oscar and I refer to a certain friend of ours as Jeff, mm-hmm. right? So Oscar and I refer to a certain friend of ours as Jeff. We refer to John as John, right? Right. But there are other worlds where John is called Opie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so true. The vast majority of a lot of my friends know me as Opie. Opie. That so, is my secret nickname. So this guy. <laughs> I've held it from you for a long time. <laughs> so this guy's up to his elbows in my fucking fifth point of contact. So this dude is straight up in my orifice. And he's like putting shit in my mouth. He would put anything he wanted in your mouth, too. Oh, and and straight up, and I I was like, well, you know, I said, so I said somehow it came up. I was like, so Peggy, but so the thing is in Cleveland, if you say Peggy in the world of dentistry, John's wife is very well respected. Mm -hmm. So John's wife is very well respected. Everybody has been out there for about 15 years. Everybody loves Peggy, and, and that's great. So as soon as I said Peggy, he was like, you know Opie? Ah. And I went, kind of. <laughs> and he went, oh, yeah, I love Peggy and Opie. Oh, they're great. <laughs> I, know, I know him in a biblical way. And I just, I just, dude, when you're in that position. Kind of does. Dude, when you're in that position, <laughs> you just does. let it ride. Yeah, right. You just let it ride. <laughs> Even though I go over there and take my shirt off and he runs me down with the oil. It's not gay, though. Totally. So, Bob, so, Bob, Bob, tell me about Opie. Bob, tell me about Opie. So, anyway. Tell me about Opie. So it was hilarious, but it is a very small world when you're sitting there and some other man has his hands in your body. Like straight up, this dude had nine fingers in my body at one time. And he's like prodding around inside my body with his nine fingers. The weird part is he's missing two fingers. So that <laughs> <laughs> so where's that other one? He's got extra digits. Right? His, yeah. hus- his husband is Sergio. Oh, dude, that was a tongue depressor. Look, look, <laughs> this whole thing, this whole thing goes That's on. That's what I call it. Too. <laughs> this this whole thing goes on for so so long. But and I like Bob. He does a great cleaning Bob's and everything. Legit. Yeah. Like Bob's legit. So I love having Bob in my mouth. Bingo! That's exactly... Thank you, John! Uh, having Bob in my mouth was one of the best experiences I've had this year because it turns out Bob is a pro. Bob knows what to do when he's in your mouth. When Bob's in your mouth, you're being taken care of. Yeah, and that was like... It was hilarious. Bob's in your mouth, Bob's your uncle. Bob, Bob's your uncle, yeah. Bob was in my mouth, and I appreciate it. And it was just so funny. And then today when I went to have the root canal done... So I had the root canal done. It was another time I was like, ah, whatever. So we're, we're bullshitting before the root canal. And I was like, oh, yeah, Peggy and the whole deal. Oh, well, you know, Peggy. And everybody, everybody <laughs> loves John's wife. John's wife. In, <laughs> exactly. In the, everybody loves John's wife. In the wife. drilling and filling community, everybody loves John's wife. If it needs drilled or it needs filled, they love John's wife. Seriously. Today, I went in and I was a celebrity. I had celebrity status at 
a root canal. It's like best to show. It was. Uh, <laughs> I think it was my wife likes to talk, and yeah. she, you can talk to her no. about anything. Oh, yeah. And like, and I think that's where like people are just like, oh, Peggy, oh yeah, you know. And so she does really well on that. John, I'm going to say that in the time we've known each other, which is way too long, your wife, your daughter. Everything in the Mecklefresh community is dialed the fuck in. It's so good. But today I got to be the benefactor of that because, or the <laughs> beneficiary of that, because when you have got somebody drilling through a fucking bridge to give you a root canal, everybody made sure to give me the deluxe treatment. <laughs> I got straight up like, oh, 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 you're John and Peggy's friend. Or your Opie and Peggy's friend. <laughs> and I got straight up, I got legit celebrity treatment. Like, I could have been George Clooney and got worse no, treatment than I got that, They know that you could come back and talk to Peggy, and she yep. could be like, well, let me see what they did. And Bingo. And, uh, oh, my God, he's got, got an overhang yeah. here, and you oh, got this so and that. And everything. What a sense. butcher. I know, I know you hate Foley and everything yeah. and, like, the things. Oh, yeah. But I think whenever John walks in, we need the... <laughs> that would make me so fucking happy. That's horrible. <laughs> John, where'd you get that quarter from? Mr. McBeavy? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. Uh, I, Do you ever call your wife Aunt B? <laughs> no. So no, we already, be, he only has one bullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Remember that ridiculous, horrible CB450 I showed you guys last week and asked you what it was worth? And I think the consensus was it was better than getting a tetanus shot. Right. Right. Or, I mean, with a title, and he's asking, right. if he was asking 500, somebody it's would scoop fair, it up. Right. It's, it's totally fair. So anyway, uh, he said, you know what? He goes, he agrees with John. He agrees with you completely. He's like, do some corrosion cleanup. He says with vinegar. I don't use vinegar. My, mm -hmm. Mine is triple lot, steel yep. wool, yep. and chrome polish, and yep. you can make it look beautiful. I agree. So triple lot, chrome, triple lot, steel wool, or brass wool if you can get it, and you use any over-the-counter chrome polish, and you go after it, it's going to look spectacular. There's the blue magic is what I yep. used to Blue magic use. is amazing, too. I'm going to have yep. to try that on the KE100. And it won't leave scratches. It'll be beautiful. It'll be yeah. beautiful. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Um, that's why I it, a lot it, of elbow on the on the taking it yep, off. You know what yep. I mean? Get all the rust off and everything, and then while it's still wet, right? Wipe it off. You want to keep yeah. it wet when you wipe it off. And here at the shop, we have a product called Colonel Brassy. Oh yeah, and Colonel Brassy just supposed to be the jam. is just Colonel Brassy is this weird shit. So like, if you can't get Colonel Brassy, whatever you have isn't as good as what I do. Just so you know. <laughs> If you, if you can't, <laughs> Andy get, says Colonel Brassy's better. If you can't get Colonel Brassy, call me and we will sell you some. So it's like Colonel Brassy is this weird product that's only distributed to people by gypsies. Well, what's the one that's in the silver can? The the Never Doll, Never Doll or Brassy? I've never been a fan of. Never, never been a big fan, fan myself. Oh, but Colonel Brassy, like if you go on YouTube, because I was, yeah. I, I'm trying to redo this rear rim of the K100. Yeah. The yeah. Colonel Brassy probably makes sense because, as Phil said, with the brass, yep. if you're going to clean like with a wire wheel on right. a wheel or something, use a brass wheel, right? Because you're putting brass into the corrosion, not yep. more rust. Right, right. And yep. the brass isn't huh. going to corrode. Right. So using brass, or if you can get brass pads or a brass right. wheel, it is probably a better brass option. Brass wool is very cheap. So you can buy brass wool just like you can buy triple-aught, four-aught, and five-aught 
steel wool, you can buy brass wool. And so the crazy thing about brass wool is in pitting. You won't have to spend your brass off. Right. (laughs) Yeah. When you're working with um, chrome, brass won't scratch chrome. So the trick with that is... Well, really, almost nothing will scratch chrome, to be honest. Right. I mean, like... Other than the shit that made the chrome pivot in the first place. And that's what I have a problem with, is so when you get into iron oxides and you get anything that's a, a steel-based oxide, which is, of course... Sandpaper. The byproduct of, you know, what happens when corrosion happens to iron metal. That will scratch. Although a lot of sandpaper is aluminum oxide. Exactly. Aluminum which is oxide. Even harder. Which is harder. Exactly. It's corundum. Look at, so, listen to you guys. What about stainless steel wool? So do you know why stainless steel wool exists? It's the cooking industry. Mm-hmm. So it's because of kitchens. So because of professional kitchens and being able to, to have 90% of your kitchen staff working on stuff all the time, that uh, your cooking surfaces and everything else are going to be stainless. And so they did stainless steel wool for the kitchen, like for literally for Navy ships, because Brasso wouldn't get the job done. So Brasso wasn't hard enough or harsh enough to attack the type of things that they had to clean up on a submarine or a boat or things like that. So stainless steel wool is an excellent product if you're using it on stainless steel. If you're using it on a mild steel product or you're using it on mild steel that's chrome plated, be careful. Stainless steel Brillo pad on a yep. stainless steel pan. Yep. Fantastic. Guaranteed. Go ahead, fry your eggs in there. Let yep. it get it all fucked up. Yep. The Brillo pad will take care It'll of it. It'll take it all away. But if you but use vice that. Vice versa, never use steel wool on stainless steel. Absolutely. Because it will impregnate rust. Yep. yep. It'll ruin your stainless steel. steel. What about and those magic erasers? Holy shit. Okay. Those things seem to work really well on all the pans they that work, I have now. So Magic I mean, erasers, if you see a picture of a bald white man on the top of any marketing product, <laughs> safe, safe to say it's going to work very well. The magic erasers, if you've got um, you know, windshield in your car, whatever, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of cleaning product, magic eraser, go to town, that shit works. Magic eraser also works great for any like little tiny fine shit. Cleaning up aluminum rims, magic erasers were great for. They're fucking awesome. And you mix them with anything that's got a little tiny bit of a pumice in it or something real soft, it works really, really well. The secret to Colonel Brassy is that Colonel Brassy is legit super mega fine pumice like you put in Gojo hand cleaner, but mm-hmm. way, way thinner. And let's be finer. honest, he's I a fucking colonel. I couldn't believe. He's a colonel. Yeah. I couldn't believe. Like, there's videos. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, because like right now I'm fighting this. The front room came out pretty good. The back room on the K100 seems to have some spots where it ate through everything. Right. And um, so I'm trying. But like I've watched these videos where like you're looking at this chrome fender that looks like it's fucked. Like it's like just fucking sure. rusted. And and he had the Colonel, yep, that bottle right there, the Colonel Brassy. I mean, I've done amazing things with even like the exhaust headers. Yeah. If you jerk them off enough. I mean, <laughs> because what you have to realize is that the rust is coming from a tiny hole in the chrome right. and it blooms out over top of the chrome but if you get all that rust scraped oh. off of the top of the chrome okay. you, you generally just, just have pit. little tiny little pits and you can make it look really nice and you can literally polish that little yep. if the chrome is completely missing you can still polish that metal yep. and then chrome it. is only as shiny as the metal was before it was chrome plated right. right so before they chrome plate something usually it's 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 got a coating of um copper and then a coating of nickel. nickel. Yeah. And they polish that to a fine polish, and then they put the chrome on. Chrome is actually clear. 
Right. It's is, a, is a hard coat clear. So here's the deal. This is Colonel Brassy. This is give or take $16 to $20 a bottle, depending on where you're Designed from. Designed in 1964. This has an actual legitimate Kentucky Colonel, mm-hmm. like like a straight up Song of the South. Like KFC. Is it going to get canceled, though? He's got a sword. <laughs> he's got a cavalry saber. He's got. Can- he's ready for canceling at any moment. Does it come in extra crispy? <laughs> but I'm going to pass it around to you because you'll feel, if you squeeze this bottle, you'll feel that the top is just water and the bottom is just sand. Mm. Okay. So you got to shake this shit for 20 minutes. And they say that it's safe on plastic and Lexan and plastic. No, 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 no. Don't use that shit on plastic or Lexan or plexiglass at all. It'll make it hazy. But for chrome or steel or brass or whatever you got, you shake that shit up. It is the finest pumice. It is it is softer than toothpaste. I have a I mean, question. I have a question for the group. Yeah. So on the SK100 that I'm redoing, the I don't. Pla- let, there's almost no smell. Oh. No, but the plastic. It's water cool. and sheetrock. Yeah. So I'm convinced that gypsum? what's in that can is gypsum and water. So or what's in that bottle? On this bike that I got, the yeah. plastic is unobtainium. You can't oh, yeah, yeah, get you can't the get, front yeah, fender yeah. or the Doesn't rear exist, duck bill yeah. at all. Right. It's gone. And mine are not cracked. They're in no. good shape, right. but they're faded and whatever. Yeah. Do you we think, can torch them. Yep. I, do you think, so like if I sanded it down from like, you know, start at like 1,000, go to 2,000, 3,000, polish it. Right. Does that work? Is that a painted piece? Well, or that's a colored piece. Right now it's a colored plastic piece. So okay. buy, but a, I could, buy I could, a headlight kit. I could yeah. paint it though, and yeah. I could use an adhesion promoter. Don't do it's that. A stiffer plastic. Nope, I disagree. Okay. So what I would say, John's on the right track. So step one is get out your uh, girlfriend's blow dryer. Yep. And get out your girlfriend's blow dryer and approach it gently. Mm. So if anything is cast in color, so any type of plastic right. in the world that's yeah, cast in color, it out I'd, I'd it with heat. clean right. it really good first yep. though. You don't want to yep. melt any dirt yep. or anything in exactly. back into it. But so we've had a lot of success with items that were cast in color. Just applying heat to it. So, you know, KLR650, DR350, DR650, a lot of plastic on those bikes that's cast in color. The 80s and the 90s were famous for that shit. So anything that's cast in color, just hit it with a blow dryer, creep up on it, right? Just like anal sex. Don't go in a hurry. Take it easy. Creep up on it. And when you creep up on it, your reward is going to be that it'll bring the color back. And I do that with my vintage Japanese cars. You go to my vintage Japanese car, that shit is fucking ashy inside. Like, ashy. Straight up, like, Narlin's ashy. Mm -hmm. And you get up in there with a heat gun or... uh, The heat gun's too aggressive. You get, like, a 750, 1100-watt blow dryer and just creep up on it. I got... I have, um, from when I used to do RC airplanes... I have a shrinker. Yeah, shrink wrap. So it's about 350, 400 yeah. degrees, but yeah. nothing more. Yeah, so the idea with all these things is you just come at them super soft. And if you come at them super soft, a lot of times they'll get your color back, mm-hmm. and they'll come back and they'll stay back for a long time. Now, what about I have an orbital polisher that I use for buffing clear yeah. when I yeah. paint? Yeah. Do you think that would buff plastic? Only if the plastic has some other surface on top of it, like a clear. I mean, you can use that to try to burn off oxidation. Ultimately, what you're dealing with is oxidized plastic. Yep. So if you want to try to take off some of the oxidized plastic with the buffer or something, that's great. See what it looks like. If it doesn't come out perfect, then try burning it. It might be a great idea to like try to just like clean it off really good with the buffer. And then give it a final burn coat. Just I'm a, almost thinking about making. I mean, molds. it's like it's just like with when you're when you're when you're melting glass. Did you ever in science class have to 
you know, take test tubes and stuff yep. and melt Touch them together them and stuff. Yep. So you're going to fire polish it. Also try doing it on the inside to see right. what the reaction oh, of the yeah, plastic. Yeah, yeah. That's so a you're good not idea. doing the outside and then yeah. Yeah. that's a hero. I was right thinking like, or go like, find a set of NOS pa- on on oh, it eBay. Exist. Right. No, they don't exist. Oh no, they exist. You just are not willing to yeah, pay I pay for <laughs> No, no, no. I've searched at this point I'm so invested in this stupid little bike. I would have spent three hundred dollars. Yeah, you're upside down on this thing. Check your fucking head, okay? <laughs> it's a cool little bike, no doubt. I'm not upside down on it right now. Not like, yet. Calm not the yet. fuck down. Calm the fuck down. You need to calm the fuck down. But I like it. You don't it's have a title. Moment. It's the not going on the street. Most comfortable. It's, at you want to buy a CS5? At no. best, it's going to be at the compound in fucking Moto in Mid Ohio. So that, fucking that, calm that, the fuck that, down. That, that, calm that, the fuck that, down. That, that, that. It needs to calm the fuck so, down. So you, oh, I might get an XR80 for the compound. I got a dude willing to sell me one really cheap, and it's fucking mint. A Back the fuck A 1984 XR80. Don't you fucking touch me. <laughs> so wait, are you talking about the SP? No, no, no. Oh, the, the the other one. You need to get all the SPs now. There's an SP two hundred, a one twenty five. Yep, no, that's I mean, true. Shit. Did you know that my Collect SP all the was SPs. the only SP at Mid Ohio? You back the fuck. No, there was no other SP. Are you there. fucking kidding me? I rode around for four fucking days. I didn't see one goddamn SP. No parts. No anything. That thing was just. There only. is. Everything. SP two fifties are not prolific, though. No. no, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that that is true. Oh, and the guy that sold you that SP, the not the SP, the other bike. Yeah. Classy dude, right? Oh yeah, that guy was awesome. <laughs> he was fucking. He was a piece of work. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who that? He, they, I don't know. The guy. The, well, the kid. The guy's <laughs> son was a meth head. Okay. Oh yeah. The All meth right. head went out to get the spark plug okay. to make sure that the All bike right. was going to work. They totally did not know if the bike was going to run or not. So oh. I told him I'd only pay him. <laughs> I told him I'd only pay him if the thing worked. Right, and that I gave which him, makes sense. Yeah, WWF I gave him five rules. minutes to do it. Right. Right. So this fucking meth head kid went and ran and like was like going out to get fucking spark plugs and shit. Meanwhile, me and Oscar, Oscar's on the back of the SP, and we're trying to find this because now I've had nine cocktails and I can't find <laughs> where the bike is anymore. So we're driving to the swap shop. Meanwhile, they saw us. So they see us driving around. Yeah. And waving, but we don't see them. We don't see them, yeah. So when we finally get there, the kid's like, I got the spark plug. And now there's like 25 people standing around to see if they're going to sell this fucking bike or not. So he, he plugs it in. One kick, the fucker's like, <laughs> So I'm like, sweet, I'm going to get on my new bike. No, Oscar jumps off and takes off on my new bike and fucking rides away and leaves fuck me yeah. to pay the guy. I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, he was packing heat. He was. For no fucking reason. Oh, there was guns In the front everywhere. of his fucking oh, yeah, there shorts. Was, yeah, there was guns all over oh, yeah. the place. Yeah. In the front, wait a second. He had a gun. Yeah. In the front of his shorts. Yes. Yeah. If you're wearing shorts, yeah. don't carry a gun. Well, he was also on meth. So look, man, I'm I'm <laughs> in Ohio. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a firearms enthusiast of the right. first order. Yeah. Anybody in this room knows I like me some guns. I love guns. Guns are great. I enjoy guns. I enjoy the shit out of some guns. And I am one of those crazy, weird, liberal people who just loves all kinds of crazy liberal stuff, but also loves guns. Yeah, me too. But here's the rule. If you're wearing flip flops, no gun, no gun. Yeah. If you're wearing shorts, if you're wearing like combat BDU shorts like I wear all or the time. jean shorts down to your ankles. Yeah, maybe you could sneak a gun in there somewhere. Maybe like a, maybe a middle of the back, like center of the back carry or something. You could do that. Can I give you a But t- if you're wearing exercise shorts. <laughs> no. No, no gun. 
Here's, no gun. Here's another tip yeah. about guns. Yeah. So emo if I can see your gun, yeah, well, you yeah. failed. Yeah, right. Because concealed it's carry. Concealed very my well. favorite thing about concealed carry is what, John? Concealed. Thank you. Right. So how about this? He's not concealing anything. No. So I was, yeah. I've been looking at houses, you know, like trying yeah. to. I feel the same way about guns that I feel about tumors. Yeah. You don't want to see them. You, <laughs> you might have one. I don't want to see it. Yep. Well, how about this? If you're selling your house. Yeah. And you're you're having 12 showings at your house, and there's all these people coming to look at your house. It might be a good idea to put to the, hide your the vibrator. The 212 guns that you have in your house. Yeah. Put them away. Like every like I was looking through this house. Were they wall displays? No, no. These were all loaded and ready to murder people. And it was behind every door, behind the bed. Like I'm sitting there going through. That's it. just what I call a gun store. Yeah. Like, that's a gun store. Yeah. Like, that means that if the shit goes down and I don't have any guns, I can go there and I'll have guns. Right. Right. It was everywhere. Like, like there was like, there was an AR-15 laying right. in the laundry chute. There was like, <laughs> there were shotguns behind doors. There were like, what do you call the, the one, the lever the action, lever action, lever action. yeah, cowboy gun. Door. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I opened, yeah. I opened, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. I opened the refrigerator yeah. and there was a fucking pistol in the refrigerator. In the refrigerator. This dude was armed, man. There was I'm going to say that those were and party you did favors. did not make them all go off. No, I didn't touch any I mean, of them. I'm going to say. I think honestly, those were party favors though. I mean, like. Here's the rule. If I come to a party at your house and you've got guns laid out shit where they shouldn't be. Yeah. Those are souvenirs. <laughs> They're good. Yeah. Go on. That house, uh, I'm taking it. Did you hear something? It I didn't hear anything. North. <laughs> it was on yeah. Baumhart Road yeah. North yeah. on the way toward, like, after the freeway and kind of to the left. There's, I mean, everybody knows there's always that picture of the one guy, like, in a, in a Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors, ordering his triple scoop or whatever. Yeah. And he's got, like, two guns in forward carry. He's got two guns in center of the back carry. He's got two, two, two guns on drop carry on his fucking thighs and shit. And he's got an AK or an AR slinged over his shoulder. Yeah. His concealed carry. Do you know what I call that guy? A gun store. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> all I got to do is him. Like, my whole mission for the day is him. Yeah. And then I'm set. Like I don't need to all, I don't need to own guns. Well, I don't know if anybody's got the whole CCW down yet right. or whatever, but you know, there's been some talk about having a CCW class. Yeah. Steve was talking about it and right. we might get something together. We should. For anybody who we wants do, to I've seen signs all over the place for We've for done them. like John and I have done CCW a couple of times and I've done CCW because a few I've times. I've never actually got my CCW. I've taken classes, right. but then yeah. I never go actually go get yeah, it. Yeah, I've gotten mine. I've taken the class a few times. I think that, I mean, to me personally, I feel like CCW class is a lot like the Motorcycle Safety Foundation. About every five years, you should just go to be reminded about some of the rules. Like, it's a good idea every four or five years to just get reminded of some of the rules. Sure. Because if you're going to have the thing in your wallet that says you're allowed to carry a gun around, on that odd occasion when you are carrying a gun around, you should kind of understand yeah, well, the responsibilities to go along with it. And, you know, if I'm ever carrying a gun, nobody's going to know about it. Right. It's the magic of not knowing that makes it valuable. Like the secret of the whole thing about like concealed carry. In the world of guns, there are so many, speaking, there are so many guns right. of every different shape speaking, and size. The magic of guns is that a you gun, can keister a gun. You yeah. can fucking say, yeah, your prison wallet, man. Yeah. So many guns. Any Put kind it into of your gun. lady pocket and, yeah. and you've got say the nothing belt, about it. You've got the belt buckle gun. You've got yeah, the fucking up the sleeve gun, down it's the so ankle silly. gun, the fucking whatever. And meanwhile, 
you know, look. Between the, the titties gun, the, the bra world's gun, greatest the gun in the world is the gun that's never fired ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever is the best gun The only ever. fight you win is the one you don't have. That's my whole fucking policy about life right there is you win 100% of the fights you don't engage in. I've won a lot of white fights. All right. So, Brandon, do you guys remember Brandon? Uh, Brandon Foe. Um, he said his last name is not spelled the same as the delicious noodle soup. Oh, yeah, I do uh, remember, remember that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He says it's not pronounced the same. He says it's pronounced like foe, like how a southern, like a rapper or southern people would say the number four. What's his foe? <laughs> exactly. Foe? So he says, um, he goes, you know, interesting fact. Uh, the noodle soup dish pho is pronounced as a product of Vietnam being a French colony, it is a hybrid of sorts between French onion soup and traditional Chinese noodle soup. Mm-hmm. Thanks to old white guys doing going places they shouldn't have, we now have delicious noodle soup. It is old delicious. white going old white guys going to, to places they shouldn't have. That is story of my life. Anyway, ah, here we go. So remember that Brandon had talked about his Wiestrom. So Brandon had a 17 Wiestrom. That he purchased with 400 goddamn miles on it. So he bought a bike in 2020 that was three years old that only had 400 miles on it. And he loved it. He absolutely fucking thinks this bike is solid. And he did 6,000 miles on a Dr. Z 400, a DRZ 400 prior to that. So yay, good for him. So Still he, on my list of bikes to own. Right on. I, I totally agree. I know so, there's a very good deal on one. So he puts on Shinko... 804, 805 big blocks, T-Rex crash bars, pannier racks, off-road handguards, all the fetish shit. Like, everything you need to go cruise for children at Starbucks. Like, he's got everything you need. <laughs> right? So, but he's like, okay, on the way home, after he does all this shit, he's like, the bike's a little vibey. I, I don't get it. <laughs> so, he's like, okay, I figure the big block tires, too much, whatever. So, he's at 6,000 miles on this V-Strom, and he's like, I don't know, man. This is what I'm getting. It's a lot of handlebar shit. It happens in sixth gear between 62 and 68 miles per hour. If I'm up, above or below that speed, it goes away. That's the tires, dude. And I've read sometimes crash bars act as tuning forks. Mm. I was wondering if you guys have any suggestions to remedy this. With the hand guards on, I had to remove the bar weight ends because, yeah, if you put bark busters on, you got to kind of take the bar ends right, off, right. right? I've read about people filling the handlebars with BBs. Jeez. To act as a dampener. Lead weights, not BBs. Well, they they make bar snakes and stuff that yeah, are basically do. like liquid, you know. They're like, uh, what do they call those, nerds ropes? Yeah. Like you get a nerds rope, it's like a Twizzler with nerds, nerds on the outside. Yeah, same thing. Uh, but I'm weary about trusting what people on the internet have done. Uh, he said, I've chalked the vibration issue up to harmonics. Fill your bar full of mercury. Liquid mercury. Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Shucks with freaking laser beams on their heads. <laughs> here's, here's what he hasn't told us. Scott, how you long, love me. How long has he had those tires on the bike? Okay, because, they're brand new. Well, are they brand new now? Or are they no, because he did put a ton of miles on right, it. Right, so, so any kind of knobbies like that, right. as, as what was the, oh, on my SP even, it, uh, when I, was, I changed the front tire because the same thing. I was yep. having these crazy vibrations. Yep. And it's because there was enough miles on the knobs that they wore in a weird way. They were edged. They were edged. They were edged. And they caused crazy yep. amounts of vibration. So here he says. So he follows up. That's called traction. So Brandon <laughs> Foe, Foe on the flow. Yeah. Brandon Foe writes, I've chalked the vibration issue to harmonics, hmm. which we talked about harmonics. Yeah. And Steve brought up how harmonics is just... Pan or endemic in a vehicle. 
So per, that harmonics are going to exist in a vehicle as long as you have the motor hooked to the transmission. There's all kinds of masses right. moving around in circles. So Brandon writes, I've chalked the vibration issue up to harmonics. I've actually took sewer guy's advice, and I went on a slight downhill on a road in Mexico at 70 miles per hour, and I cut the engine. And the vibration was no longer present. Oh. Huh. Yeah. You even got to look at your helmet and your visor and stuff like that, because the difference between riding with no helmet and no visor or putting your helmet up or whatever. I mean, like you, the engine noise, depending on how your helmet is set up, can be phenomenal. Yeah. It's like, or you're even, like, what the fuck the is going on? Even that like, experiment, that tells, tells them that it's in the drivetrain. Exactly. Right? And that's mm-hmm. exactly right. So it's he says, I was on a slight downhill on a road in Mexico at 70 miles per hour. I cut the engine and the vibration was not present when I started slowing down as the engine decelerated, cut off from the rest of the motorcycle. I have a month off during work in September. I'll be riding the Mid-Atlantic uh, back roads discovery route. I would also like to drop by the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. Game on, dude. Yeah, Bring it on. Can I get some details rum, Plantation on day and time? rum, plantation rum. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brown liquor is now oh, yeah. rum. Okay. Can I get some details on day and time you guys record so I can plan it out? Also, you guys still doing the bat signal phone. Still haven't gotten that number. Okay, so first of all, I've addressed this issue. I've sent him the number. So he's got the number for the bat signal phone, or the party line as we call it. So the bad phone, he's got the number now. If you are a Patreon at a certain level, we're going to give you the number for the bad phone, and you can, like Brandon, you can send us your shit. Now, regarding about our podcast, we record Thursday nights. We start at give or take 7 o'clock at night. We go until give or take midnight, okay? Um, we do this every week pretty much on the reg. Uh, Except for last week. We do miss one occasionally every once in a while. So just so you understand that the podcast that we do when we when we run this, it's Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. So if people that have the bad phone number want to chime in and they want to be a part of it, it's Thursday evenings Eastern Standard Time. And we try to post them, which today should have gone up, but it didn't. It did. So uh, we why. tried. Yeah. Right. But anyways, so like, yeah, when you hear it, when it's posted, usually on Thursdays, right. it's just exactly one week. It's off exactly of- one week off the schedule. Right. That's exactly right. Unlike Liza's podcast and everything, which are the nearest thing to live as you can possibly get, because they record Sunday afternoon and they post like Monday morning, super early in the AM. Right. We literally give the, we want to make sure that your podcasts are barrel aged. We want to make sure we can make them sooner. If, they, nah, if people want them sooner, nah, I can do it. Don't sooner. do it. Don't don't. Yeah, and we added all the foul stuff. So this is that's the, the, the important the stuff thing. that you listen to is yes. a tamed, like super well, clean yeah, yeah. PG version. So well, imagine podcast, what really the happens. Is nine and a half hours. We have to pare it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oscar, thank you, Oscar, for bringing that up. That people don't realize when they listen to this podcast that we record for seven hours. Right. And that, that we, that, we that, it down. That the sleepy, sleepy goes home and he generally is putting himself in a bad position with his <laughs> labor, with his boss, because he's got to work on about 19 hours of editing. Right. And I get all these email offers from editing companies <laughs> that want to edit our podcast for money and make it con- cogent and tangible. They don't know what's good. They don't know what's no, good. No. They don't know. They don't know the, the secret sauce, man. No, the secret sauce is literally it's two in the front and five in the back. Plus, plus, how many <laughs> times, <laughs> how many times, Phil, have you called and said, like, oh, dude, I just realized you can't air that one section? Well, <laughs> that happens a because, lot. So. Okay. <laughs> Now, here's what we can say. As podcast 
participants. Right. Half of what you're hearing now has been cut out. <laughs> <laughs> or redubbed. John, we need you to come in and do some overdubs. Yeah, Look, yeah, we yeah. have a whole group yeah, of people from Bratislava who come in and re Foley and re-edit this well, podcast. That's, I really like right. how we each, we all of us have right. a doppelganger that actually, when we can't do it, <laughs> yeah. they can do Fucking the stunt double yeah. cover for us. Yeah, that's right. pretty good. I like that too. I think it's a pretty good job. I don't think there's people who listen on the reg. Yeah. They might pick it up. Mm-hmm. They might pick up the breaks. They there's might a pick up slight difference. There might be a little yeah. bit of a delay. They don't realize. I like Phil three. Phil Maybe two sucks, but Phil, Phil two, three is Phil pretty two is not good. But when we can get Phil three point yeah, Phil yeah, three point is legit. That's oh, pretty good. The, I like that. Skinny Johnny Mac is a fucking dick, though. Okay, yeah, fuck, fuck Skinny ass. Johnny Mac. Yeah. There's no Skinny, skinny Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Mac. Sucks. There's never been a Skinny Johnny Mac. No. That dude. That dude is. Uh, that dude. He's Uzbekistanian. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. He yeah. That guy. Not good. There was a Skinny Johnny Mac back in 2009, probably. That's what I was. You've never met Skinny Johnny Mac. You know what I like though is White Oscar. White, White Oscar. Oscar is fucking oh, great. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> he sucks ass. <laughs> Wait, that's the same guy. <laughs> I'm a coconut. So worst damn Mexican it. ever. Oh, shit. Worst Mexican ever. Coke. Yeah. Oh my god. Cannot. Oh. <laughs> okay. So for the Can record, that. just letting you know. So is, uh, what's the difference between a coconut and a coconut? A Korean? <laughs> There's got to be a punchline there somewhere. I was going to say, right. Yeah. I know a lot of Canucks. And yeah, I'm, I'm, but wait, my buddy Ian is a legit coconut because he was born in Jamaica. So he's a Canadian person who was actually born in Jamaica. So he's a coconut. A coconut. He's a coconut. Yeah. So Ian will listen to this podcast and Ian Sometimes will get the Sometimes you joke. feel like a nut. And I love you wherever. Look, hey, this dude already had a good Cleveland Moto name. His name is Reverend Snowback. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's legit. A good one. Reverend Snowback is. I still like Orpheus. Or- Orpheus. 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 <laughs> I think Chris Franklin is Orpheus. Yeah, I think he is. Red man. pill or blue pill? Doesn't matter. Doesn't it's matter. Orpheus. <laughs> it's Orpheus. <laughs> I like Orpheus. I do too. I think that's a goddamn good name. I think it works. Chris, needs- Chris, <laughs> you're back on next week. Show up. He needs Please. his official jacket. An Orpheus jacket. Oh, he already has his official jacket. Oh yeah, no oh, shit. shit. Dude, yeah. he shows up in that Marvel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah right on. He yeah, has an official shit. jacket. That's so cool. I love that shit. God, man, this is the best bad podcast ever. Dude, that happened organically. That dude. did. That we didn't plan that. Bro. That wasn't in the show notes. And by the way, I'd like to let the folks know at home if you are thinking about doing your own podcast, I'd like to know that this podcast night went on for two hours and forty-two minutes. Yeah, brown there. Sheesh. Yeah. What are we at? Yeah, well, I mean, it says three, but we started earlier. Okay. So oh, we're yeah, about right. 250. Oh, overtime, man. Anyway, we did not have a single note tonight. No. So there were no notes tonight. That was it. It's just all about ride fast and take chances. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-